Hello, friends, and welcome to Out of This World Radio with your host, Ted Marr, broadcasting today with the help of my good friends, Don and Doug from BBS Radio. And uh, I'm so happy you're all here today. We have a fantastic show ahead of us, um, a series of shows ahead of us. Um, the purpose of my programs are to make this world a much better and happier place. And I know that if we all work together, we can make this world a much better and happier place. Um, the um, my, show, my shows are supported entirely by listener contributions. And if you'd like to contribute, please go to my BBS website or please go to my um my other website, the, the out of my main website, out of this world, 1150.com. And please can, uh, feel free to contribute whatever you like. There's a little PayPal buttons there. I want to tell you, tell you also that, um, uh, today's show, we're going to have it having on Pia and, and Cullen. They are channels for the Pladians. They'll be bringing in their friend Larkman today. Um, and so they should be coming on in a few minutes. They're coming in from Cyprus. I hope we, it's, it's sometimes difficult to get the time the time zones correct because people have different time zones and and so i hope i hope they can come on okay uh after that i'll be having a, a world famous water professor coming on at 11 a.m this morning uh dr jerry pollock of the university of washington who will be ca- talking about easy water and the origins of life here on this planet should be a fascinating show after that at, at uh, 12 noon pacific time I'll be bringing on uh, Susie Ward of Matthew Speaks. Um, it's a long story what happened. Her son passed away back in the 80s uh, in a motorcycle accident. And then he came to her, I believe, in the early 90s with messages for humanity on the ascension. And he's been giving messages ever since. And Susie is a wonderful person. I can't wait to have her on. If you have any questions for Matthew um, or any questions for Professor Pollock or any questions for the Pleiadians, please send them to me at out of this world 1150 at gmail.com and i'll be happy to ask them on the air then at 3 p.m pacific time today i'll be having a famous nutritionist dr gary knoll uh, from new york city he's a fantastic fellow uh, actually through his protocols he said that he's been able to help some people live 30 percent longer isn't that amazing so um i think you'll really enjoy listening to him as well um and uh there's there's so many things to talk about as you know the um there's a huge trucker strike in um, in Canada right now, and um, the people with the with the uh, with the program have raised over six million dollars to support the truckers and their families. Um, they should be in Ottawa today. They're they're going to encircle the city. I've heard, and also I've heard that they're that Trudeau. <laughs> Trudeau has left Ottawa on a vacation. <laughs> oh, he's 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 so brave. He decided just to leave town, so he's left now. But there there is talk that the truckers are going to go to his his residence. They know where it is and surround that as well. <laughs> so it's going to get very interesting. I'm looking at Trudeau being forced out of office within the month, and they'll have a much better and happier government. And and what was fascinating is that. Uh, Larkma, the the uh, Pladian that uh, P and Cullen uh, channel through um, uh, through their association with the with the Pladians, um, he um, he said that this month January would be a time of tremendous change here on this planet where people would be waking up. I'm also looking at the uh, the American people waking up even more by March um, and throwing out Biden. Biden will be gone. Uh, I looked at the timelines within two months. So his his administration and all his crap and tyranny will be gone, my friends. He'll be history. So um, and I can't wait. <laughs> that guy's been a failure from the get go, and nobody voted for him. I can't find anybody. Um, none of my friends voted for him anyway. But it's going to be a it's going to be a wonderful change, and and I and I can't wait. Um, 
Uh, I wanted to also tell you that um, uh, my new book, uh, messages, my book, Messages from the Masters, is still available. It's it's a beautiful book on uh, messages from Nostradamus, um, uh, President Kennedy, uh, Dr. Emoto, um, uh, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, Robert F. Kennedy, Mahatma Gandhi, on our beautiful, bright future. And everything that they've told me in this book has turned out to be true so far. And uh, there's even a timeline in here about what would have happened had President Kennedy lived. So if you like a copy of the book, it's just $21. You can go to my website, uh, outofthisworldreadings.com. That's outofthisworldreadings.com and order a copy. Um, also, um, or you can just write me a, 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 an email to outofthisworld1150 at gmail.com as well. Um, the, with the book comes a brief free reading from yours truly, along with a copy of a 19... 19- 63 um, article from Christchurch, uh, New Zealand. The, the, this, this newspaper article was published while President Kennedy was still alive, believe it or not. It says Kennedy shot dead. It was, it was a cabal fake story issued by, uh, by the U.S. embassies around the world. And uh, John, uh, uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson, the president at the time, was in on it. It was a conspiracy, of course, and um, to assassinate our dear president. And he had instructed all the embassies around the world to release this fake story about Oswald shooting Kennedy uh, on November, um, on the date, November 22nd, um, when they had planned to, to kill him. Well, November 22nd in, um, in New Zealand, because of the dateline change, is actually November 21st here in the United States. And President Kennedy was still very much alive. Anyway, if you'd like a copy of this article, it's free. It comes with the book. Um, my, my, my book is also getting published in German, in, in Germany. Um, that'll be happening with probably within the next month or two. And for order information, uh, I'll, I'll be happy to tell you uh, more as, as details emerge, but it's, it's on fast track to get published and will be published in German here in the, in the next um, couple of weeks. The, um, with the higher vibrations of this planet, we all will um, be shifting my, my Pleiadians friends tell me, uh, into the fourth dimension by October of this year. Isn't that exciting? Eight months, eight months. We've got eight months left of third dimension. So um, so for those of you who like third dimension, enjoy it. <laughs> because, um, because these months are the last months you'll see of it. Um, and we will shift into fourth dimension. The planet as a whole will shift into 4D in October. And after that, the planet will shift as a whole in 2025 into 5D. And um, all, almost all the negative influence and entities will be gone by then. I guarantee it because they will not be able to stand the higher vibrations. Mother Earth is pretty tired of being, of being uh, polluted and mistreated. And she wants them gone. She wants people, she only wants, she wants people here who can love her and take care of her. But if you're not, if you're not awake and um, refuse to get awake or just negative and want to destroy the planet, you won't be here for very much longer. I I guarantee it. Um, The old universe, if you will, is decaying. And um, it is an exciting time to be alive. Um, The, the, um, and the American people too are, are standing up. And I really admire uh, Robert F. Kennedy for his, uh, for all his, fan- uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. for all of his fantastic work in, in, um, in, um, in standing up for, for humanity. Uh, I, I, I loved his, 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 uh, against the mandates, Marts in Washington, D.C. 
last week and it was just fantastic. He does such great work. He will be coming on my show here probably in the next month or two. I know he's busy right now. I've been talking to his staff, but he will be coming on. And um, um, I can't wait, wait, wait till he does. Every year I take spiritual trips to Mount Shasta and Sedona. And this year I'll be going back to Sedona in early May. Uh, Sedona is a, f- a fantastic place. It's all filled with all kinds of energy portals. Um, there was a fellow uh, on my on my trip to Sedona last October who stumbled into a, a, a time vortex. And that that means he was able to time travel. And he went all the way back to the um to the beginning of when this planet was created. And and he and he went from then all the way up to, to the present. It was just a fantastic experience. If you'd like to come along, it's just two hundred dollars per person. And uh, I can send, just send me an email. I'll send you all the details. Email, my email address is out of this world, 1150 at gmail.com. Are you, I also have a Proton Mail account and that email address is out of this world radio at protonmail.com. In addition, I'll be going to beautiful Mount Shasta at the end of June and several times at the end of August, early September. And that's also just $200 includes free camping. Shasta is a fantastic place. It is now shifting into the, into the uh, fifth dimension. And whenever you're there, I always feel um, in a very, very happy mood. The vibrations are extremely high there. And um, you'll, you, you'll, you'll, wherever you live after you leave Shasta, if you don't live in the area, when you leave, you'll feel this fantastic um, um, positive vibration with you. And it'll be with you for, for many weeks thereafter. Many people experience, have experienced miracle healings on my trips at Mount Shasta. We do a lot of prayer meditation um, at some sacred portals at Mount Shasta. I've seen people, um, well, myself, for example, my eyes were restored <coughs> to 2010. Crystal clear vision in both eyes here a couple of years ago. The Atlantic, the, um, uh, the Telosians also um, gave me a new heart a couple of years ago. They said, I've been working, uh, been busy all these years and don't take many breaks. And they had, they said, how would you like a new heart, Ted? And I said, I'd love one. So they gave me a new one. It's got a thousand year warranty on it. Um, just kidding about that. But it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, uh, I can feel the difference. And, um, um, I've also seen people healed spontaneously of Lyme disease, um, Lou Gehrig's disease. Um, what else? All kinds of things. I've seen it. I've witnessed personally witnessed four or five other cases of people who've had their eyesight restored as, as well. So uh, it's a place of miracles. And um, if you'd like to go, uh, just send me an email to out of this world, 1150 at gmail.com. Now, one wo- word of uh, caution. Um, if you're negative, if your intentions are negative or um, um, then please don't come. Don't come to Shasta or to Sedona if you're negative because they don't want you there. And I've been told that before you're going into a very sacred area. Um, and you're going into their living room. And they told me before, if there is any negative entities, they, they don't want them there. So people are carefully screened before they come. Um, and you first have to get uh, approval of the, um, you have to get approval of uh, the Telosians and the Pleiadians as well before you come. Most people um, are, are good people and good souls, and they want to come for the right reasons. So that's usually not, not a problem. Um, let's go ahead and play the... Um, the um, Star Trek theme on the first 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 segment I sent you, um, Don, and I want to explain something about that here. It's only about um, 49 seconds or so. So let's play that. Thanks.
one thing I want to explain regarding their suits is that on the on board the Pleiadian ship, um, they they all wear the the same color, the light blue suits. It's like a, a it's like a jumpsuit, except my friend Admiralosaurus, uh, he his his vest is darker, and then the insignia on each suit, where it's like an inverted V, that's the same identical uh, signia you you will see if you're on board a Pleiadian ship. Um, and they all have numbers. Uh, Admiralosaurus's number is 000001, designating that he's in charge of the Plidian fleet here is now circling the planet. There are uh, 2.5 million ships, Plidian ships now circling the planet. And um, they are all bombarding the planet with high energy positive vibrations to help us in our evolution so that we make the right choices. They cannot interfere directly with our free will, but they can help us make the right choices um, because this is, after all, a free will planet. The reptilians, the negative entities on this, uh, who are, are some are here, um, will be leaving soon, and they they force their will all the time and violate free will continuously, but they will be gone soon. But I wanted to tell you there's a lot of disclosure in Star Trek. Um, if, you, if, if, if you look at it, there's a lot of disclosure in Star Trek. And then what I'd like to do is um, the, the Pleiadians actually do a lot of, uh, uh, they do time travel. And they have traveled to, uh, back in the 70s, they wrote, they, they had a new kind of spacecraft that allowed them to travel interdimensionally into the, uh, another universe. Isn't that amazing? The next universe over from this, this universe is called the Dal universe, the D-A-L universe. And um, I've been looking for that picture. I do have a picture of that Billy Meyer took, a fellow from Switzerland, when he was traveling from this universe to the Dahl universe. But I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like on Star Trek where there's, when you're on the ship, the, the, the stars are going by extremely fast. Um, and I want to play um, the warp speed animation. That's just about 45 seconds or so. If we could play that now, that would be great. Thanks so much. Thanks so much, Don. Okay, this is what it looks like on board the Pleiadian ship when you're going from this dimension into the Dahl universe. Now, it takes some time to do that because everything is moving so quickly by, by you. But um, you literally go from one end of this universe into another universe. And um, I'm going to have a complete program on time and space travel um, after I get a little bit more information from my galactic friends on it, but this gives you an idea of what it's like. And we are headed that we are headed that we are meant to be a spacefaring uh, race or species, if you will. So, and we are headed there now, my friends. Um, and the ascension now into the uh, uh, fourth dimension by this October, and then fifth dimension by 2025 is all part of that process. And, um, I can't tell you how excited I am. Our children and our children's children have an unbelievable future ahead of them. And um, it's, it really, truly is an exciting time to be alive. Um, I've, I've been here for 52,000 years or 720 lifetimes. And I've waited a long time for this moment in humanity's history. And actually, this is the, this is the reason why I came to this planet many 10, 000, uh, tens of thousands of years ago to, is to participate and aid in the ascension of humanity to the higher dimensions, because that's where we're supposed to be. So anyway, it's um, um, I um, my friends uh, from Cyprus, uh, Pia and Cullen, should be on by now, but I haven't seen them. 
So what I'd like to do, um, Don, is to go ahead and play um, that Larkma Speaks um, uh, segment. Um, it's number three, and um, it's about 18, um, 18 minutes. If you could play that, that'd be great. And in the meantime, I will, it's about our, what, what things are like, uh, what will be like this year in terms of a split in the planet. And then I'm, I'm going to get a hold of my friends in, um, in Cyprus and see if, uh, see if I can help them get on the show. So if you could play that, Don, that would be great. Thanks so much, my friend. I appreciate your help. It would be the third segment I, I sent you earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah. You sent me uh, a Google sign in link yeah I'll, I'll oh i did to you yeah and oh, okay that's the link that you sent me in okay chat. and it it now wants me somehow to sign into a google your google account or something possibly oh, really okay it's like a mail um, file that you had in your in your inbox and you're giving I me see. a link to it so i, okay. I really can't access it Okay. Uh, you want me to search for it? Um, yeah, if you want, you could search for it. It's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so sorry for the trouble. Um, yeah, no problem. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll find it here, my friends. Um, I know it's there. Okay. That, I just got a message from my friends. Let's see if they're here. All right. Great. Nice to see you guys. I'm so sorry. It was early this morning when I got your email and I sent you the wrong link. So um, you can blame me for the delay. <laughs> no blame necessary. We're just glad we're connecting. I'm just we kidding. Of a technical problem because it kept spinning around and wasn't right. going through. So we're right. glad that you got the other email or Skype message, whatever you got. Right, no right, right. I thought about going to the post office to see if you sent me a letter, but I know. It's- <laughs> <laughs> Well, um, uh, P and Colin, I want to thank you so much for joining me today for such short notice. That 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 video you sent me, that 17-minute long video, was wonderful on YouTube. Thank you. Thank you. I tried to play it, but um, I didn't have the permission of my Democratic governor to play it, so it wouldn't wouldn't go. No, I'm just kidding. We had some technical difficulties there. Um, can you play it from your end? I'd like to play that now if we could and then come back to you if it's all right. I think that's a beautiful. I don't know that I can get that uh, at the moment. Let me. We'll try. We'll try. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Thanks. I guess I could try too for that matter, but it's a beautiful, beautiful segment. Um, I, I'll, um, I'll let you, I'll, I'll share screen with you too. So you can do it. There we go. Okay, that's it there. That's it there. Great. Let's see okay. if we hear it. Okay, great, my friend. Eternal present in this now moment. Perfect. And we welcome you to the power and the potency of what you're experiencing in 2022. In 2021, we categorize that Gregorian year as the year of the great split. We forewarned of the great split for many, many years before it happened. And as you experienced it yourselves, you found much of the population of this planet dividing itself between different ideas and different paths of moving forward on the evolutionary journey. What has happened is those of you who are working with the light have been catalyzed into an accelerated evolutionary path. Your journey is much sped up, while those who have made the other path 
decision are at a slower rate, sinking, as you might say, into slower and slower movement so that they cling to the old paradigm while you fast forward to the new paradigm and the changes that are all about love and light. We want to congratulate you for being part of the decision to become a catalyzer yourself. Today's energy begins a 13-day period of catalyzing energy. So you may see things that catalyze your thoughts, your ideas, and your actions all around you. And as you do this, remember that you yourself are a catalyst for everything that you do ripples out to impact and affect everyone else around you. This is a moment in your evolutionary journey where you are being called to service, not to ask questions about what's going to happen next, not to examine where you have been, but to stay fully and functionally present in this now moment, knowing that every choice you make catalyzes something else around you. With this accelerated path of evolution, you also have an accelerated sense of responsibility. Now you know more than ever that you are more responsible for every thought you think, keeping them in the higher vibration, every word you speak, keeping it with tones of kindness and carefully chosen words, and every act that you do. You are responsible for all of these because they will touch not only the people around you, but the energy of what you choose to think, say, or do now in this moment is going to be rippling out all across the planet. With that being said, let us give you a bit of an overview of what we see potentially as moving from this now moment into the next, into the next. We see that 2022, rather than being the year of the great split, which occurred last year, 2022 is the year of freedom and independence. This is the year that you are moving towards the energy of expressing what your heart tells you is true, knowing that as you stand for your own independence, refuse to accept choices that are trying to be forced upon you, and stand up for your freedom, you are freeing yourself from the old paradigm and the terror that you have experienced by those who wish to keep you oppressed and not moving forward. So this year portends a great deal of movement and a very high direction for you. But as the movement begins, just like any birth process, there will be a point of struggle. You're moving into an energy that is going to have a lot of Capricorn type controls and structures around you. So those who have been trying to control you will be using that energy to try to enforce more controls on you. However, the energy of Capricorn structure and organization, all of that is not just about those who control you. You have access to that energy too meaning that as you have been empowering yourselves to become free and independent from controllers, you have the ability to make higher and higher vibratory choices led by your heart, which creates structures of light, structures of unity, structures of compassion and kindness. These are the structures that will be facing off, shall we say, one another in the beginning of 2022. You will move through periods of a bit of a bumpy ride where the earth is having great weather changes and some earth changes too. 
But we have told you these earth changes have been long overdue. So do not be surprised, but be happy that finally this movement is coming forth. This will bear fruit of the movement that is going to support the ascension of the earth and your own evolutionary process. You will find in this year of 2022 that you're going to be experiencing more portal energy, meaning that as you lighten your vibration, you become aware of more and more being led by your heart and your intuition. In fact, from our perspective, it is extremely important now that you allow your heart and your intuition to lead everything you think, say, and do, rather than allowing outside events to overwhelm or guide you. The outside events are all external, and external things are not really part of the evolutionary path. They only serve as triggers, triggers to push you so that you can transcend judgment, frustration, anger, grief, all the emotions that have kept you stuck in belief systems of the old paradigm. In the new paradigm where you're moving forward, allow these emotions to show you, oh, I can let go of that belief. I can let go of that expectation. I can even let go of that desire. I can be totally, fully, functionally present and responsible in responding to whatever is going on and whatever is called for in my highest vibration right here and right now. In other words, what we are telling you is the path of evolution is never about what's happening on the outside. The path of evolution is always about what's happening on the inside. And what's happening for you who have chosen the accelerated path is movement towards freedom and independence. You will become independent from those who wish to oppress you. You will become free in many ways that you have yet to discover. Sound is going to be a great source of movement in 2022. You will sense that sounds are telling you something long before you can see what is coming. You have been trained to look around you, to use your visual skills to tell you what is happening. But as we have been trying to turn you more and more towards your inner guidance, towards your first sense, your intuition, you're going to learn and truly experience that your intuition is showing you the true state of reality. You will begin to know things that are going to happen before they do. In other words, precognition will begin to come more and more and more. You'll turn on the water to wash the dishes or take a shower, and you'll have an insight or a flash of something that is to occur. And because you are in the higher vibratory states, you will, no matter what the nature of what you hear or feel, you will respond through, okay, how am I needed and how can I serve, rather than reacting in the old state of fear that you once might have chosen. Now you will make choices to respond in every moment rather than reacting. You are moving also into noticing things through your feeling state, how you are feeling more than what you think. You will feel more and more, this doesn't feel right, or this feels like something should change or be different. And you may not know what it is, but just having the feeling that change is imminent and necessary is leading you in the right direction. Sometimes you will find yourselves in a place of the wait and see. You know that something's coming. You know that you're going to have to respond. 
You don't know exactly what form it will take, but you are prepared, you are willing, and you are ready. So you wait until whatever happens, happens. And then you respond in service and in love with the highest capacity you can offer. This is the pathway of your service in 2022. You will see more compassion between people in 2022 as judgment becomes something of the old paradigm. Those who wish to judge and blame are those who have taken the slow road to evolution. Those who are clinging to the old paradigm and hoping that things will go back to, quote, normal, without realizing that normal was never in alignment with cosmic unity. Normal has been under the control of the controllers for a very long time. So your species doesn't really have a real concept of what should be, could be normal. So those who are saying, I'm blaming, I'm judging, and I want things to go back to normal, those are the ones that have chosen the slower path, and they will be the ones who evolve differently than you do. You will be the ones who are standing ready to serve, accepting experience, justice and experience, and knowing that each experience offers something for you to share and learn and grow. You will be the ones who also know that in your response, you are sending out ripples of compassion, trust, love, grace, patience, and kindness all across the planet when it is most needed. As you move into feeling things more clearly and you begin to hear sounds more fully, you will notice that your sight increases in a third eye kind of way. In other words, you will see things from the inner planes more than you will see things from the outer planes. Of course, you will obviously still see things in your third dimensional environment. But those things in the third dimensional environment will take on a different hue of color, more sparkle, more iridescence, and conversely, more dullness or more grayness, where you see things that need to change. You will see the duality more clearly, and you will be able to know what is required and what your path is to do, what you are here for. That's going to become more and more apparent. You will also be aware of the earth changes before they happen. You may sense them intuitively, but you will definitely hear them coming before they arrive. You will find that you are hearing things before you see the reality before you. You're moving into a time where you are already experiencing high winds that we told you about over 10 years ago. This is part of the planetary change. You're seeing disrupted weather all over the planet because of the geochemical engineering and the manipulation of nature's weather patterns. All of this is also going to come to a crescendo where you see more and more of nature saying, we're going to clean some of this up. We're going to make this balance out in a way that it should be. When this happens, help one another. Some will experience loss. This has already been happening. Share what you have, but this moves you closer to unity. Others will recognize how lucky they are to have not lost things, and their hearts will open because they wish to share. All of these external triggers, and we do mean triggers, are evolutionary points of helping you to open your heart more fully and to evolve more fully into who you truly are. As this experience of reality becomes more of your everyday understanding and recognition of the true reality and what is going on, 
This is when you will see portals begin to open. From these portals, you will see evidence of telepathic communication. You'll receive more messages from other dimensions. You will communicate more clearly with other dimensions. And you will begin to hear and sense and feel those of us who are your interstellar family and your interdimensional helpers here helping you. You've long waited to see us because you've been trained that seeing is knowing or seeing is believing. But you don't need to believe, you need to trust because you know in your heart that we are here. And the proof is going to be coming to you in the what you feel and what you hear rather than what you see. You will, of course, see interstellar dimensional beings as well, but that will not be the first step, nor is frequent. What's going to come first is an inner knowing through feeling our presence and hearing us around you. These are wonderful ways of interconnecting and welcoming you into who you truly are. You are on the verge of becoming cosmic citizens. And as you become cosmic citizens, and as you reach out to help one another through this point of transition, evolution, and change, open your heart not only to your neighbors, but to the cosmic population. Open your hearts beyond the borders of town, community, family, state, nation, province, country. Open yourself to the community of the world and help everywhere that you have the opportunity. It is a time of service in 2022, and you're going to find that in the freedom and independence you are achieving, you will have more joy out of serving than you have ever experienced. And you will begin to recognize that what you would have called hardships previously, you will see only as triggers to opening you to a greater expanded sense of who you truly are and the power that you carry and remembering all of who you are. These are the things you have to look forward to in 2022. We are greatly excited about this journey. We see January offering changes, structures, more oppression, which you will counterbalance by choices of saying, no, we don't accept this, and doing it in a parallel way that does not cause friction, but that stands up for truth. February will bring in a very potent collective shadow cycle. And we will speak to you again on the day the shadow cycle begins to give you guidance of how to move through it. March, you will still feel some reverberation of the shadow cycle and the changes that are being triggered around throughout the world. But by the end of March, you will begin to feel a real shift. And in April, you will feel more positive energies coming in in a way that is palpable. This positive trend will continue, even though you will have more upheaval in May, you will have more positive in June, and then July, a little more upheaval in August, and then more positive in September. And then in October, you will move into a state that you have not experienced ever before on this planet. This is the gift of 2022. So move into experience that you have in each trigger that arrives with grace, with gratitude, with trust, with kindness and love towards one another and all of the beings around who are here to support and help you on your evolutionary journey. Welcome to 2022. We love you. One last thing to tell you.
2022 is three twos. Three is a number of creativity. Two is the number of duality. Begin to create ways to bring the opposites of duality into harmony and recognize that three twos together make six. That's the energy of flow. So if you go into this year of 2022 expecting flow, even knowing that there may be places that you have to move around, over, or through, that flow will carry you through into your goal of freedom, independence, and evolutionary growth. We love you. Good always. So, Ted, for your listeners and your viewers who want to re-look at that, they can find it on yeah, Creative. Yeah, your is stable, my friend. Can you hear me? I can hear you, but your connection is stable. Um, can you hear me okay? Yes, we can hear you fine. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good. Okay. I think we're getting some negative um, some negatives trying to interfere with your communications. It's okay. Please. Sure. Pre- <laughs> okay. So they don't, they don't want to talk and give messages of love and light. They want us to be fearful and afraid living under a rock and, you know, whatever. But anyway, well, I, just, I want to tell your audience that if they want to watch that again at any time, they can find it at Pleiadian Larkma YouTube. Can you hear okay. that? Yep. Yeah, we can hear it. Yeah, it's like it's it. We can hear you. Not the greatest audio, but we can hear you. Yeah, we can hear you. So, well, great. Well, great. Well, Pia and Kellen, I we my I know my listeners would love some um um uh we'd love some additional some additional uh, messages or words of wisdom. I, I can already feel the changes happening. Um, look what's happening in Canada. Oh my God. They've raised over $6 million. Trudeau, you know, has already left Ottawa. He fled in fear. Um, and now the truckers say they're going to go to his house. <laughs> <laughs> Good. What a, what a piece of, well, anyway, um, anyway, he's, <laughs> and I, and I, our Biden here is, you know, Mr. Fake, CGI screen. I, I predict he'll be gone within two months. I don't see his, whatever you want to call it, presidency, the joke. Um, I see him being ousted from office within two months at this rate. I, I feel like the timelines have actually speeded up a bit. And we're doing it. You know, we're, we're, we're not sitting back and taking it any longer. You know, no, it's changing. I think, I think, Ted, that's what Larkma meant in that message, that 2021 was was the year of strife, conflict, and control. And I think their message really points to the opportunity for 2022 to be remarkably different by us doing exactly what the Canadian truckers did today, by standing up, saying no, disagreeing, and actually doing something to create an independent society, an independent voice to actually make a difference. So I think 2022 is going to be largely remarkably different than last year. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. And it's a turning point. Um, and uh, things that I saw happening later in the year have actually happened now um, with a lot of negative entities leaving already. 
Mm-hmm. And I think this is going to accelerate. And um, last year was a tough year, but the, everything's changed this year. And I remember um, maybe you had it on one of your messages, but the message I got was that the negatives felt like they had this window of opportunity between October and early January to stop the ascension. But now we're into almost the end of January and things have really switched over quickly. And I'm, I'm so happy about that. Actually, you know, they're leaving. They can't, they can't win and they know they can't win at this point. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, the negatives are trying to stop your audio, but (laughs) we can still, hear you it's 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 well anyway i don't care i mean people can hear you that's the main thing you know it it doesn't matter so anyway you want us to turn the video off and see if it's stronger um well i i guess you could turn the video off sure if you want um okay is that better now let's try that and see if the sound is no no okay no, the sound is not better. Go ahead and just flip your video back on. That's fine. That's fine. They're directly interfering with your connection. It doesn't matter. Um, we're, we're, Ted, we're finding that kind of resistance, resistance happening more and more. Um, when, when we're broadcasting or when we're on international live calls, the, the technical interruptions are happening faster and faster so we we do completely understand what you're talking about um, the mm-hmm. the attempt yeah. the attempt to stop the goodness of what many of us are trying to bring to the world is accelerating. Right, right. It is. It is accelerating, and the negatives are a bunch of like rats in the basement where you've just shown the light on them and they're scurrying around and they don't know what to do, <laughs> but. Um, you know, but the thing is, you know, a cornered animal can be pretty dangerous. You know, you know, what if you, what if you, you know, what if you put Biden in the basement? He got cornered. Who knows what he might do? I'm not sure. He he might say something intelligent. It, it's possible. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> possible, I guess. I don't know. But. Um, <laughs> well, Ted, there have been prophecies for many, many years about the truth coming out, that, that the truth about all of the negatives, all of the, the affected politicians, all of the things that have been hidden or, or behind the curtain would come to the surface. And I think that is what is going to occur in 2022. I think so many lies and so many Things that, that we've been told that many of us know haven't been true from the beginning are going to become much clearer. And I think we will see so many people that, that have been telling the lies brought to justice and brought to the surface. So I think there's going to be a, an incredible switch in those who have been trying to control through doublespeak, um, political maneuvering, all the things that have been happening for so many years, I think we're going to see a shift in the truth actually coming out in many, many different ways. It's already happening. Right. Yeah, it is. I think you're right. It is already happening. And um, and I think things are happening actually faster than 
then we realized it uh, are much faster actually um and that's a good thing um i remember larkman said something about did he say uh shifting into the fourth dimension by october i think that might be even speeded up now for that matter they didn't talk about fourth dimension specifically they talked about opening to multidimensionality they tell us all the time it's not a linear progression oh i see okay okay if that that's linear 3D thinking, they tell us that what happens is I we see. open the dimensionality, and yes, we will start to shift into more of that in October. What Ted? One of the things that happened in 2012 that many people didn't understand. Um, so many people around the world were afraid that the world would come to an end, which obviously it did not. But what really took place is the world came right, to an end right. as we know it not not the reality of, of our experience here. And what Larkma and other interdimensional beings have been trying to explain is that in 2012, the energies changed so remarkably that all dimensions beginning in 2012 are now available to all of us. So as Pia said, it's not a linear progression from third to fourth to fifth to sixth. We can choose which dimension through the development of our DNA, which is connected to other dimensions, we can actually choose to be where we wish simply by thinking about it and intending where we want to be. Hmm. Wow, that's great. That's fantastic. Well, I've waited, I know you've waited a long time for this moment in human history. Yes, we have. It's it's a hard time, but it's also an exciting time, too. And it's a time for creating a, a world of joy, not only for ourselves, but our children and our children's children, for so many future generations. And the choices we make now, I think, will determine, are very important because they'll determine our destiny for, the, for many thousands of years. They're absolutely consequential. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Um, but that's why um, it's important for people to stand up. You know, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. had a whole weekend of protest against the mandates um, last weekend. It was very su- extremely successful. Um, Canada standing up to Trudeau. I don't see him lasting more than a month, if that, frankly. I don't see how anybody. And, and I think a lot of people are going to be thrown out of their um, parliament, too, because they've just kind of gone along with the, they haven't done anything, just kind of gone along with the system. So, and I see the same thing happening in Australia, people standing up. Um, I know that in France last year, they had protests, demonstrations in every single city and every single village in France. That wasn't, of course, reported by the media. In Germany and Austria, there's demonstrations across the countries as well. Um, even in Sweden, there's been a lot of demonstrations as well. It's not reported anywhere, but who cares? People are standing up and it's going to have a political effect. Well, yeah. it- and in the UK, they have given a mandate to the police departments everywhere in the UK that their job is to protect the people and they will start upholding people's right to their own choice and stop this business about mandating things that are harmful to the human body. And the police are beginning to, to do that right. now. They're going places and doing it. Right, right. 
Well, it's nice. Uh, the police have a conscience. They want to do the right thing, you know, but they're not going to be acting as tools like SS officers in Nazi Germany just to enforce illegal mandates to, to give people, you know, misery and, and everything. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it is changing. And I'm, I'm so glad for that. Um, yeah. yeah. yeah it's, it's wonderful. And, you know, the news here where we live in Europe is much different than the news that most Americans are getting in America. Um, the, the protests are in uh-huh. the news here. We see the huge protests in many, many European countries that are actually shown on mass media news. So unfortunately, the U.S. media is coloring and not showing what's actually happening worldwide. But here in Europe, we're getting a much different picture sure. of the enormity of the protests. Wow, that's great. Well, um, would you? Uh, we've got a few minutes. Uh, my next guest is is just plugged in, but but we we have a few minutes. Um, my producer told me today we have extra time um, today. So, uh, what what kinds of things do you hear from your perspective in Europe? Go ahead. We hear many things about people standing up and saying, no, we're not going to do this anymore. And we hear a lot of things about there's plenty uh-huh. of food here. The, the shelves are stocked with food. There's none of this fear about we're not going to have enough. That's changed. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it, Helen? Well, the, the, whole, the whole political picture is changing in Europe because so many people are protesting Um, I think politicians are realizing that they can't continue the mandates as they have. They can't continue feeding the public all of the lies and and all of the the ridiculous information that that they've been giving through the health ministries about the inoculations and the, the mandatory mask wearing and all of that. I think the politicians are actually realizing that the protests are so strong and they're growing every day that they can't keep feeding the same information over and over again because people aren't going to listen anymore. They're just not going to sit at home and do nothing. People right. aren't right. that anymore. Yeah. The cabal has come up. They published a, a, a report about 12 years ago called Operation Lockstep for this time. Mm-hmm. And they have they have all these variants of the so-called virus. Um, they've got COVID, Omicron, Delta, Theta, Beta. I can't remember now. Um, but there's a whole list of names that they've already planned. <laughs> this, With names for each one. What, this, a, what a way to make money, huh? <laughs> you just manufacture a new virus every month, every day, every week. <laughs> these were all engineered so long right. ago it's it's amazing if if we look back at videotapes of bill gates or others that that we're talking about potentialities possibilities of of a great virus or or a great pandemic this has been going on for decades not years but decades and it's amazing any free thinking person looking at this information can realize that this, this is not a, a new program. This is not a new agenda. This has been going on for a very, very long time. Yeah, it is. It is. 
It has been, um, but I think people are finally waking up. And um, you both of you do such wonderful work in educating the public. I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine, um, uh, Professor Jerry Pollack. He's a wonderful water scientist from the University of Washington. Um, Jerry, can you hear me okay? We'll see here. We'll ask him to unmute here. Let's see here. Uh, Hello, Jerry? uh, Yeah, hi. I can hear you uh, loud and clear. I'm trying to... Um, okay, yeah, I think we're we're on. Uh, yeah, thank you uh, for having me. I'm delighted to to be with you um, again. It's been a while since I've seen you. Um, you look younger every day. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and hello to your guests. And we would to say that we honor and respect your work. We've read everything that you've ever written. We've oh, I doubt that, but thank you. <laughs> well, the ones that we know about. We've read the ones that we know about. We followed your. We have followed your work for a very long time. For years and years. Wow, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I, I hope with some um, appreciation, or maybe not. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely appreciation. You are a real gift to humanity. We're pleased to meet you. Oh, thank you so much. And pleased to meet you as well. Thank you. Um, I heard something about living in Europe. Are you? Uh, yes. Yes, we are. In what country? We, we are in Cyprus. Oh, in Cyprus. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. How exotic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah. 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 And they have, they have friends who are Pladeans, um, Jerry. And if things get tough here... They can, you can, they can arrange for a little trip, if you, a little vacation, if you want, to another planet. Another oh, planet. I think that may be, uh, may be necessary. We'll see yeah. how things go. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. But um, any, anyway, I'm so happy uh, um, Professor Pollock is with, with us today. And, um, but um, we had some technical difficulties, difficulties earlier. And then when Pia and... And Cullen started talking, uh, their their audio started getting choppy, like yours is choppy now. Can you? Oh, sorry. Uh-huh. There we go. Suddenly now it's okay. Uh, well, uh, perhaps something with the environment, uh, maybe five no. G or something. No, no, no. I think it, I think your good energy suddenly broke through it, and I've also asked for help too. So yeah, okay. Yeah. I called Professor Einstein earlier and I asked him to intervene if we had any problems. He just came in. So anyway, uh, he's working on it now. So (laughs) that's great. (laughs) Well, well, Pia and Kellen, I'm so sorry we had technical difficulties earlier, but I love your work and love to have you on again in the future. Um, I'm um, I'm having a Galactic Wisdom Conference in March, and I'd love to have you give a presentation if you like. It's uh, you know, I, you know, we do it by Zoom. I usually I used to do it by in person, but but do it by Zoom, and I'd love to have you give a presentation. Love, we we would love, we would love to participate in that conference. Count okay, okay, great. I'll I'll um I'll go. I'll send you details later today. So okay, sounds good. Okay. okay, thank you so much for this time together, and nice to meet you, Jerry. Nice to meet you as well. Thank you. (laughs) All right, Pinkella. You guys have a beautiful day. Thank you so much for your beautiful work. Bye-bye for now.
All righty. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, hey, Jerry, it's great to see you, my friend. Yes, um, it's wonderful to see you, Ted. It's been a while. Um, yeah. And, um, always nice to be in contact. <laughs> well, thank you, my friend. I've, I've got lots to tell you off air. Um, I can tell you some of it here, but off air especially. Um, and I have many messages from the other side for you, too. Oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, so we, we must get together soon. We talked about it last year. I think... Uh, well, we'll talk later today. Call me, call me, or I'll call you anytime after five is fine. So okay, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this is my good friend, Professor Jerry Pollock of the University of Washington, and he does fantastic water research. And today's topics will be the origin of life and easy water. Did I get that sequence right, or was it? No, uh, it's in reverse because um, <laughs> right. because. Um, uh, you know, the origin of life is, um, is is a topic that intrigues a lot of people, but um, nobody knows how it began. And, of course, right. nobody was there to witness it, <laughs> so right. we right. can't be sure. But um, the, the, the ideas that I um, would, would like to maybe express uh, a bit depend on the uh, easy water. And, and so... For those who know about easy water, the the pathway is maybe straightforward, but I think a lot of your listeners don't know about um, easy water, so probably that's a better place to start. And um, I, I follow your direction, Ted. Um, if right. you ask me questions, I I will try my best to to respond. Well, uh, I think uh, Professor Pollack goes like on Star Trek, uh, goes to places where no one has gone before. And <laughs> with that in mind, um, you discovered that easy water actually is a fourth phase of water. There's three other phases in like liquid, yeah. solid, and gaseous, but there's another phase of water too. Yeah, the, the fourth phase. And you know, the idea or the concept of um, another phase of water or another type of water is not new. It's, it's more than a hundred years old. And um, it, um, the, the, people who who have espoused the view of another kind of water different from the solid liquid and vapor that we all learn about um there are actually two of them who are the most prominent one of them was a guy named uh, albert st georgie and st georgie um, won a nobel prize for discovering vitamin c but he was more than a you might say a routine if there is such a thing nobel prize winner he was uh, he's considered to be the father of modern biochemistry mm. and he knew that um uh that water was absolutely central to uh, everything about life the the current view discounts the role of water and it's been that way for for quite a long time the idea in biology is that water doesn't really matter water just sits there sort of like a bathtub that behaves uh, or that bathes uh, the, the, the molecules of life doesn't do a whole lot. And if you read um, any, any book on cell biology or biochemistry, it's pretty much what it says. The water is the background carrier of the more important molecules of life that are responsible for doing everything. But St. Georgie said, no, 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 that's not true. And one of his one of his quotable aphorisms uh, is uh, something like, um, if I get it exactly right, life life is water, 
dancing to the tune of solids. So he, he knew that water was um, was deeply involved in everything that, that the cell does. And um, so he, he, he knew that there was something different about water, something um, maybe ineffable at the time, but, but seriously impacting uh, what goes on inside the cell and maybe outside the cell as well. And then there was another um, guy who, who, in fact, you might say served as a mentor uh, to me be, because uh, of his the, the profound work. And he also was talking about water. His name was Gilbert Ling. And um, Gilbert Ling, you're, you're nodding. I guess you know um, about, about Gilbert Ling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, so Gilbert Ling, uh, Gilbert Ling came from China. He was in the first cohort of um, of scientists after World War II uh, to be chosen from all of China to come to the U.S. to study. Uh, so you can imagine the, the intellect of of this person. And the three of them included a, a physicist, a chemist, and a biologist. And the biologist was Gilbert Ling, and the mm-hmm. physicist. Uh, Yang went on to win a Nobel Prize, so this gives you mm-hmm. something of the quality of the people who are who are involved. And Gilbert, who passed um, a year ago, unfortunately, just barely, almost reaching one hundred years old. Wow! <laughs> yeah! Wow! Amazing uh, for him. Yeah. Uh, and he spent a um, whole lot of his life dealing with with water in biology. He produced, I think, uh, up to the time of his death, I think it was seven books, six or seven books, and most of them dealt with water inside the cell. Mm-hmm. And Gilbert, um, in his own uh, in his own way, um, presented not only theory but also um, um, compelling evidence that the water inside the cell was not liquid water. You know, we all think that we've got liquid water inside of our uh, body, but but you know if you cut yourself, if we really, if you Ted um, had liquid water inside your body and you happen to cut yourself with a sharp knife, the water would come pouring out, you know, like a broken pipe. <laughs> it doesn't. It's a gel that's in inside your body. The water stays in, and the gel consists of uh, water that Gilbert Ling referred to as structured water, and we refer to um, as fourth phase. Of water, mm-hmm. and 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 Gilbert's um, idea and evidence um, were that um, the water that's in the inside the cell is it, not like liquid water. You know, liquid water has molecules, water molecules H two O, that are randomly oriented um, and move around at a, a furious number of times per second, all bouncing around. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's liquid water. But he said, no, no, inside the cell. The water molecules are lined up like soldiers at attention. Hmm. You know, obviously that was a controversial point of view, but um, and and also I believe that our evidence is not quite right, uh, going in the right direction, but but mm-hmm. it's a little bit different from that. Mm-hmm. And we have evidence, uh, uh, but but um, Gilbert uh, had collected so much evidence and you know i met him at a a conference in in hungary mm-hmm. uh where he presented and i i was so impressed by uh his theory his evidence and also a dozen other people who came who also has ev- had evidence to support his point of view 
So, so I, I'm I'm just bringing up this background to say that we yes we identified the so-called fourth phase uh, of of water, but you know we stand on the shoulders of giants. Uh, it, it's not that the idea came from thin air or something. It came. It came from scientists who uh, previously had had views that um, I think were in the in in the right uh, direction. So yeah, so let me um, let me explain a little bit about uh, about it. And please, Ted, interrupt me. You know, whenever okay. you, I I don't I don't mean to give a speech, but um, but it's useful to you know for the your listeners who are not familiar, which is probably most of them, mm-hmm. just to give you a little background on, on what we're, what we're discussing. So, okay. That's so I, 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 I was intrigued by Gilbert Ling mostly and, uh, and, and his work. And, um, um, and the first thing I did, I, I, when I, after meeting him was returning to Seattle mm-hmm. and, and thinking, getting excited, you know, what should I do next? And so the first thing I did was I gave one of his books uh, to a few of my favorite students and such and asked them, well, what do you think? And they came back to me, every one of them, and said, oh, this, is, this is amazing stuff. If, if Ling is right or almost right, um, this basically changes all of biology and beyond even, even biology. So... I, I I felt supported in my view, which was identical. This is really important stuff, and so so we began to change course. And the first thing uh, we had been studying muscle contraction, interesting subject, but not nearly as important, I think, as water, because water is just everywhere, and two thirds of our our body by by volume. Um, uh, is, is water so you know it, and it appeared that water played an important role so the first thing i did was i wrote a book mm-hmm. and um, the reason i wrote it, it's called cells gels and the engines of life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like the title <laughs> and uh and the book was received with uh mixed uh emotion uh i think emotion is the right word some people said um Oh my goodness! Uh, this is more of Gilbert Ling, and everybody knows that Gilbert Ling is a crackpot. So pay no attention at all to this book. Yeah. And uh, on the other side, and the, the reviews were rather evenly divided. Um, some people, there was a guy from Harvard, a well-known cell biologist, who said, um, "If I may quote, uh, this is a." This is a 304-page preface to the future of cell biology. I like that one. And there were others like it. So, so mixed emotion. Uh, unlike my later book, which uh, I'll talk about in a book, which it seems to be uniformly um, uh, well-received. Uh, so anyway, um, having, uh, um, having written that book to try to, to bring Gilbert Ling's ideas um, in, in, uh, into into the world in an understandable way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That was the goal, and I, I did go somewhere beyond that to demonstrate that um, in biology, the water um, plays a central role, or I should say, the transition of this kind of what Gilbert Ling called structured water to ordinary water, and then back again, is a dynamic that occurs in virtually every cell. Um, and you know, I I'm. I, I rather 
I still think this is 20 years old, but I, I, I think still that although it was called structured water instead of easy water, we know a bit more about it still. I think the general theme is correct. And and it it was designed to to basically to make Gilbert Ling's ideas um, available to the common person. You know, Gilbert would sit down at the typewriter or word processor. He'd bat something out and send it to the publisher. And I tend to edit what I write to make sure that uh, it's clear. So mm-hmm. I think it it worked to some extent. And then we mm-hmm. we got involved. Um, we began to get get involved with experiments uh, pursuing this, and and so we found what we 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 call uh, fourth phase water, different from uh, it's an ordered form of water, but it has characteristics. A bit different from what Gilbert Ling was uh, was talking about. So let, let let me just describe, and maybe that will set the stage for thinking about the origin of life. Mm-hmm. So so what we found, we took a container of water, mm-hmm. um, and um, it, it really didn't matter what kind of water, whether it was purified water, tap water, or whatever. The result was pretty much the same. Mm-hmm. And into that water, we immersed a gel, uh, uh, and um, and and um, we put some uh, particles in in the water. And the reason we put particles in the water is that we knew uh, that if you have an ordered array of water molecules or an ordered array of any molecules, uh, the order the ordering tends to exclude particles and solutes. A good example is ice. So mm-hmm. the ice that forms is pure. It's a pure crystal, but it it may have started to be impure and to go from impure to pure, you have to push out all of the impurities, you know, and, and you can imagine that when ice forms, for example, ice is a crystal, but the water that forms the ice uh, had junk in it. And, and when the temperature reduced and the ice begins to form, all that stuff gets pushed out. And so we were looking for um, particles that get pushed out and, and we put the gel in the water and we looked in the microscope and indeed we saw a region right next to the gel uh, where those particles get pushed out. And so we thought, hey, this looks interesting. Maybe this is a region, it was a large region, um, uh, where the, 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 the water was structured pretty much as, as Gilbert Ling was suggesting. Mm-hmm. We did many experiments on that and we found many such surf, many such uh, solids do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the, the common feature is that they're all hydrophilic or water loving, mm-hmm. which, which characterizes most substances. Uh, mm-hmm. So, uh, for example, if if you drop water on, on the surface, it spreads out. Um, mm-hmm. That's hydrophilic, water loving, as opposed to hydrophilic, which is like Teflon, where it, it, it forms a bead. It doesn't it doesn't interact with the surface. Okay. Um, so we found a few a few features uh, of that. The first is that um, it can build in, in, into uh, uh, it's not just a laboratory curiosity. It builds into a sizable uh, region, which, which could be up to even a millimeter. You could see it with your naked eye um, with with no difficulty. The second is that it's not neutral um, anymore. It's actually actually typically negatively charged. Mm-hmm. And the region beyond has an equal amount of positive charge. So what's going on is that the water molecule 
molecules are breaking up into their constituent parts. And one part, OH minus, is the negative part that goes into building this array. And the positive part, H plus, uh, gets cast out into the wilderness, pushed out of the um, uh, of this fourth phase. Um, and by the way, I interject, we, we often call it EZ water, standing for exclusion zone, because it excludes these solutes. So hmm. I use the term EZ, exclusion zone, easy to remember, okay. or fourth phase, in, interchangeably. So, so, so those are two characteristics. And, you know, the separation of charge is kind of like a battery, um, because you got plus, you got minus, and then you have uh, plus. And if you stick two electrodes in, one and minus and one and plus, it acts like a battery, and you can actually get electrical energy from it. We amazing. demonstrated in the lab. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Isn't it? Yeah, it's amazing. In, in other words, free energy. Is that what you could call well, it? Well, it isn't exactly free. And let me tell you, yeah, I mean, essence. in, in essence, it's free because mm-hmm. um, so you, you bring up a, a, a really important point. You don't get something for nothing. Or at least typically, <laughs> but you, I know you know ways to get something from nothing. <laughs> in in more, shall we say, conventional uh, terms, yeah. you don't get a, something for nothing. So, for example, um, you have a smartphone. I don't. I'm the only, um, yeah. uh, perhaps the only person remaining on the surface of the earth who has none. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, maybe I'm a luddite or something like this, but I I haven't. I, I haven't subscribed to uh, uh, to a purchase of, uh, of one of those. But anyway, people who do have them know that they've got to plug it in in order for it to work. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. You need energy to. Right. to right. Yeah. I mean, without the energy, nothing works. And so so what, what I'm talking about now is uh, a water, a kind of water that in which charge is separated into plus and minus in which you can collect electrical energy but you can't get it without charging it Um, so where does where does the energy come from to charge it Um, i think you know the answer but uh it took us a few years to figure out uh, the answer and the answer is very simple it's light um so and particularly infrared light so infrared light what's infrared light A a lot of people kind of vaguely know about infrared light you know you 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 have a you have an old-fashioned range electric range and right. you, you turn it on to heat the water or something and and the coils g- glow a bright orange right you know and and so uh, this bright orange you 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 think oh gee you know that that infrared energy is coming from from there i feel the heat and heat and infrared they're kind of interchangeable not exactly but um almost and but but actually infrared energy is coming from all over it's not just uh, uh heated and the way you could the way you can demonstrate this um is is um you can take an infrared camera that is just like the camera on your smartphone, um, not mine, because mm-hmm. I don't have one on yours, sure. um, um, and substitute instead of instead of a sensor, a camera sensor that detects visible light, substitute one uh, that's sensitive to infrared light, so-called infrared camera. You can buy those; they're getting to be pretty cheap. Um, and even if it's completely dark, uh, you can't see a thing. 
and your smartphone camera ordinarily won't pick up anything. This infrared camera will pick up a beautiful image of um, of you, um, your tie, your ring, your mustache, the curtain behind you, beautiful image. Mm-hmm. And everything is generating infrared uh, energy or light. So it's all over the place, which means since it's all over the place and uh, since that energy is what's required for building easy water and separating the charge. There's plenty of it all around you, and 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 um, and therefore, um, uh, well, you. So anyway, that that's where that's where the energy comes from. Now there may be other sources, um, and we we know there are some, but this is the. The main source uh, of the energy. You're about to say something. I have to tell you this story. You probably know about it. Um, and I can, I'll find it and send it to you if you want. Back in the 16th century, Rome, 15th or 16th century, they opened up some, um, some, some old coffins, thousands of years old. And believe it or not, they found a light in the coffin that had been continuously lit for several thousand years. And oh. they were water-based. And they had a, a, they were, there were two containers and I remember it was old copper. I remember the description. It would fit into your experiment there. Well, it would, um, it, 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 it would in, in a sense, I think, just to amplify what you were saying is that this easy water fluoresces. So if you put in one wavelength of light, um, you get out another wavelength of light. Um, right. And, and we publish this, this is one characteristic. So, so if whatever was in, inside the coffin was absorbing uh, uh, mm. uh, some kind of light from the environment, it could give off another another kind of light, another wavelength, another color of light, shall we say. I'd be happy to find the details on that, if you like. Sure. Would... Yes. yes. I'll, I'll find it for you. It was astounding. I remember it stuck in my mind. I thought, wow, that's interesting. Uh, you remember oh. everything. <laughs> I thought. I'm impressed. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, so okay. so you got energy that's uh, coming in from the outside, and that energy does what I've been talking about. It charges the battery. Yeah, uh, it creates order from disorder. You know, in order to create order, it's a, a, a fundamental uh, f- physical attribute that your friend uh, Professor Einstein uh, knew about. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, you you need energy to to create order and and you 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 understand that yourself everybody that you know it's it's easy you come into your office and you throw things down on your desk and everything becomes disordered and one day you say i got to clean up this mess you know and you got to put some energy into it to create order right, right. right so right. the principle applies widely even to our daily activities mm-hmm. anyway so just to summarize about uh, the easy or fourth phase water about the characteristics. There's so much beyond that, but the characteristics, um, um, it, it's this easy fourth phase water is ordered. It typically has negative charge and the region beyond that having positive charge of um, the charge is separated. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the energy for, for creating all that, it comes mainly from infrared energy, infrared light, and uh, all of this has great capability of doing work and, and it does work inside the cell. Uh, to mm-hmm. some extent, we have evidence it powers much of, or some at least, of what our cells do. Um, and I, you know, I can talk about that, but, um, uh, you know, I, I want to 
I want to get to to the topic uh, uh, of of the origin of life, which mm-hmm. I've been thinking about uh, lately. And mm-hmm. um, so I, you know, I'm happy to move on to that. Uh, but perhaps if you have any uh, questions of me before before that, I'm happy to to uh, address whatever comes into your mind. I think there exists the possibility, certainly, Jerry, of using some of your ideas to create um, basically free energy light bulbs, all kinds of different. It's not totally free. You have to purchase certain items and everything. But the source itself, um, it could eliminate the need for other kinds of, of power generation. I absolutely think so. Yeah. I mean, the, the power is coming ultimately from the sun, mm-hmm. uh, which is generating, you know, half half of the energy from the sun is infrared energy. Oh, uh, Okay. That's why we feel heat from the sun, not just light. Yeah. Um, and that that's the energy, you know, that is is useful for for um, powering so much around us, uh, right. and, and a lot of a lot of which we don't realize. But but the energy is coming from the sun. Um, you know what? what um, well, uh, okay. I I I I think maybe it's too too much to get into, but. <laughs> You know, I'm always tempted to to say uh, one of the things. Consider there was just a volcano off the island of Tonga, and um, oh, that that yeah, wasn't you, a volcano. But anyway, we could talk about it. But it yeah, was. well, you, I'm sure your views on uh, on what what's creating, what's yeah. causing that uh, may differ from mine, and you're probably right, and I'm probably wrong. But nevertheless, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no I saw I saw the ideas. Well, I saw a well, video of a missile going into supposedly where that it was from um, Australian researchers who sent it to me and they said it wasn't, it wasn't a volcano it was a missile and God knows why they sent it in. I have no idea, but there was a missile sent into there and, and the, they said that the, um, that the circles were too concentric. It was too perfect. It looked just like a missile hitting it going out. Now, there may be explanations for a geologic thing happening like that. I don't know, but that's what I can send you the video, too. So it's convincing. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to see. But OK, so let me address uh, other volcanoes. OK, um, you know, Mount St. Helens, which is the one uh, closest right. to us. And that that really did blow. But, um, you know, so so where does the, the question is, where does the energy uh, come from? And uh the prevailing view is that the Earth's core uh, is molten, heated, whatever, and and ultimately that's a source of energy. But but you know the Earth's been around for um, more than a thousand years, hundred thousand, a million, mm-hmm. uh, a billion, um, or more. And you'd think before we were born, uh huh, right? Yeah, it, certainly. Um, yeah, before I was born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or before you were born, I yeah yeah uh, uh, quite a few years and and if the Earth had been endowed with with that kind of energy at the outset, um, you'd expect every time there's a volcano or maybe even an earthquake that some of that energy gets expended, mm-hmm. you know. And after a while, after a few hundred thousand years or so, you'd expect or whatever number of years you'd expect that. Um, the frequency and, and intensity of the earthquakes and volcanoes would have diminished. And, you know, we'd be free of those, those hazards and such. On the other hand, uh, there's no evidence that these are decreasing at all. And so, so where, 
where does that leave us? So there must be some some kind of source of energy that is is responsible for all of this. And the obvious source of energy is the sun. Of course, we don't know where the sun is getting its energy, but the sun is certainly conferring energy to the earth. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that the sun does, as I just talked about, is it separates charge. So you've got you've got this battery uh, that exists, and um, and so the charge is separated in the water beneath the ground, mm-hmm. um, and it it turns out for evidence that. Um, maybe is beyond the scope of the discussion that the negative, the easy tends to stick to regions mm-hmm. inside of the water and beneath the water inside the, the earth and the positive charges are free. So these free positive charges are repelling each other. We know that positive charges repel and they want to get away from each other. They mm-hmm. want to get out. So mm-hmm. where do they go? Well, if you've got enough of them, they will go up and out. Uh, and oh, you I can- see. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, and you can you can actually see electrical discharges. Uh, you just look at images of uh, what's coming out of the volcano, and you see lightning flashes. Mm-hmm. So there are definitely charges involved. Mm-hmm. So uh, another of my um, speculations is that is that the reason reason these volcanoes are occurring ha- has to do also with with, with the water um, um, and and the energy that's coming in to separate the charges. Sure. And, and with one or two steps, you can imagine the same is occurring in the earthquakes, um, where where this energy is building up, and um, okay. you know you have two surfaces that are kind of interacting, but they're separated by these positive charges which push them apart, and then they let loose, and then you've got an earthquake. You see, you know, what the, could there be a way, um, Jerry, to prevent an earthquake if you knew that to somehow like put like a steam a, a, a steam valve to let off the steam to, to release the positive charges before it comes to an earthquake i mean it's a brilliant idea uh, you know mine is merely a speculation um but but if if it turns out that that speculation has merit um yeah sure uh, that that that's possible uh-huh and you know the animals can kind of detect these things uh, coming, and maybe the electric field that they're uh, detecting that's associated with the separation of charge. Yeah. Uh, it could be that that's that's what they're detecting. Anyway, um, yeah. it's it's um, for me. I, I I'm intrigued by by these ideas, and this is just a prospect that has been um, uh, stewing in my mind for a while, and also the the. Um, the question of origin of life. Um, so, how, you know, how did it begin? Um, mm-hmm. uh, you, I'm sure you have many ideas about uh, um, how it began and uh, how it exists throughout um, the, the universe, but uh, it, it, it's a topic that, you know, that um, we can't seem to get a foothold on um, on what's going on. Um, right. A lot of people talk about DNA and how, how did you get DNA to begin with? Um, um, it, 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 it's such a complicated molecule. Sure, right. That you'd think, uh, I mean, it w- certainly wasn't on the earth to begin with, but it's here right now and your cells are full of it. And, um, exactly. and mine, I think are also full of it. And, you know, I've got some progeny and um, my DNA is, mm-hmm. you know, their DNA has my DNA. Uh, so 
how did all, all of this happen? How did it start? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, this is an intriguing notion. And um, I think um, it, it, it may ultimately have to do with, with easy water. And I know it, 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 it probably, uh, it sounds a bit like, you know, the guy who, uh, whose only tool is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, talking about easy water and and suggesting that so many phenomena uh, are related to easy water um and i you know i i i need to be a, a bit careful and um in in not over, overdoing it but you know i think it's fundamental enough that um it probably does play a role because we're talking about you know absolute fundamentals we're talking about sunlight we're talking about water and water is is all over the place it's not just all over the earth but um you know each uh, each year water is identified in yet another planet or another star or so it's all over the place it's absolutely there so you know because water is just about everywhere and sunlight is just about everywhere. Those are the two um, uh, natural constituents, and 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 once you you accept that, you you can imagine that lots of phenomena can be caused by that phenomena that we we haven't really taken into account uh, in the past. Maybe they're more easily explainable than they have been if we take into account that a role might be played by water and by light. Very simple. Yeah. Right. Good point. Sure. Right. I, so, I agree. Okay. So so then. Yeah. So, how did it all begin? Right. Uh, uh, again, a few a few speculations, but so yeah. the first question is is what created the Earth to begin with? And right. you know, I I've been around for a while. Uh, my hair is gray, but I haven't been around long enough uh, to have witnessed uh, <laughs> the uh, Earth's origin and. Um, I I doubt whether too many of your listeners have been, but you know maybe past lives or something like this, um, um, something like that. So you know how was the Earth created is the first question, and I I have no answer to that. A lot of scientists think it was some sort of accretion of gaseous matter. Uh, another possibility is a, a giant rock that broke off from something even more massive and. Mm-hmm got into orbit and in the same way as uh, Velikovsky has believed that Venus came yeah. into um, right. an orbit or something like this. Who knows? Uh, right. but, okay, so so somehow the Earth came into existence. Now, uh, what about all the the stuff that, that came with the Earth? Mm-hmm. Um, so simplest is to imagine that all of the elements that now uh, we know to exist were were there and spread out somehow, mm-hmm. right? There's no reason to think, but 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 if they're spread out, there's no life because in order to form life, you need to they need to come together to form um, a kind of cell or something or pre-cell, uh, you know, because cells are <laughs> concentrated uh, somehow. Mm-hmm. So the first question is, uh, if if the stuff was really spread out somehow, which is the easiest assumption, how do they come together? Right, right, right. right. Maybe you have an idea. Uh, well, I'll tell you. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, from the, from the spiritual world, as you move, there's 12 dimensions, um, Jerry. 
we exist here in the third. We're going into the fourth and then the fifth. And as you go up the spiritual ladder, there's more and more light until you get to the top, 12th dimension where God is, which is pure light. That's what I've been told. So it's interesting. So if you go down the thing to the to the beginning of, of time, when life was all created, light had to be a part of it. And what Dr. Moto used to say was that God is water and water is God. So you, that makes perfect sense for the two elements to be together. So you have to have that for, for life to begin. Well, okay. So, so you, your hypothesis is not so different from uh, my hypothesis. And um, uh, so you've got light to start with. And uh, as I just pointed out, uh, light is the necessary condition um, for creating easy water. Right. Without light, you don't have any. So I think the easy water is critical. How, let me explain. And um, my, my, my idea actually is not an original idea, mm-hmm. or some of it is, it follows from the great physicist Richard Feynman, who, uh, you know, many people think of as, as, um, as the Einstein of the second half of the 20th century. And mm-hmm. uh, he, his, his legacy stands uh, 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 above uh, so much he's uh, revered. He also had a sense of humor, mm-hmm. uh, which appears in, in his lectures. And that's why, that's one of the reasons why physics graduate students read his, his, his lectures, uh, a, a set of volume of three, three sets of lectures they're nothing short of brilliant. Um, so anyway, um, he has he he um, he noticed something that was really unusual. Um, mm-hmm. He noticed that substances, um, well, substances that have the same charge. You know, if I were to ask you, well, if this is negatively charged and this is negatively charged, mm-hmm. what happens to the distance between them? Mm-hmm. And you would reflexively say, oh, it increases because they repel. But it turns out if they're in water, instead of repelling, they actually come together. Mm-hmm. A bit of an embarrassment. Um, but he said, I think I know how this works. And it, it relates to the, the original question of how substances on Earth come together. Now, if you've got two that are oppositely charged, of course, you think they come together. But, but two that have the same charge, <laughs> reflexively, We'd all think, well, they, they, there's no way they come together, but experimentally they come together. And, and we've studied this ourselves and we've confirmed that indeed they come together. And he said the reason, um, he called the phenomenon like likes like. In really? other words, like charges like one another. So they come together in, in his own inimitable way, like likes like. And, and people who know about this stuff or, uh, invoke that, Birds, uh, birds of a feather flock together. Yeah, yeah, right. Birds of a feather <laughs> flock together, but you know why do they flock together? And that's another right. another issue that could right. also be related to the same phenomenon that he was talking about, and that I would like to to invoke. Right. Um, yeah. So he says, he said, like likes like. So like charges, they like each other, they come together. But why? And this was his contribution. He says. When you we have two like charges, what happens is that unlike charges gather in between. So if these are negative, you get positive charges in between, and they pull them together. Mm-hmm. He didn't know how, he didn't know why, but he said this is the probable explanation. Uh, so like likes like because of an intermediate of unlike. 
Oh, I see. Okay, that makes sense. Quotable. Yeah. Okay, so we did experiments and we we found uh, it it's related to easy water. Um, mm-hmm. So you've got these two negatively charged substances or spheres or whatever you want. They're in water. And easy builds around them with negative charge. And as that negatively charged easy builds, the positive charges get cast off. Mm. Um, right? As as I was talking about before. And, sure, sure. and um, the, the highest concentration of them is, is in between the two spheres because you have contributions from this sphere and this sphere. Right. So you got a lot of them in between. And what do they do? They bring this together. And we confirmed that experimentally it was it was a fascinating pleasing result sort of like uh you know lemonade on a hot summer's day (laughs) (laughs) it was really pleasing Uh, find that so so we we confirmed um what Feynman had been theorizing and 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 i think it it was a a nice uh confirmation we felt really pleased so now going back to the origin of life no life could begin with substances widely dispersed. Um, however, now we have a mechanism to bring those substances together. And all you need is light, which builds easy, separates charges, creates like, likes, like, brings substances together. Right. And there you have it. Um, so wow. that's step one. Well, you no, know, it's not, it's not the end point, but, um, you know, it is, it is the uh, the first step, and I, I think this is really important because um, mm-hmm. you got to somehow have this condensed matter in order to form a cell. Because the cells in your body and probably my body as well, um, you know, it's a kind of condensed blob. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. stuff that's spread out. So, so in my view, this is step one um, in the origin of life, bringing stuff together. Mm-hmm. Um, now. Um, step two, if you're if still with me and want to hear I'm more, still, otherwise yeah. we change topics because there's a lot of stuff to. You know. No, no, this is fascinating for me. Okay, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. so step two is you think that we need a cell membrane. Um, mm-hmm. So how on earth could the cell membrane um, uh, have happened? You know, what sort of magic would cause this blob? to acquire a membrane. Mm-hmm. Well, it turns out you don't really need a membrane. Um, and um, the idea that the cells require a membrane to, to exist um, is, I think, a, a, notion, uh, a notion that is contradicted by many experimental observations. I'll just give you one um, mm-hmm. to, to demonstrate. And, and that is, the blasting of holes in the cell membrane. So, mm-hmm. so um, you know, we, we think you need a membrane because, because there are um, um, electrolytes ions outside and, and ones inside, and the two are different. And how do you keep them separated without having an, some kind of insulating membrane? Right. Okay, but here's, a, here's an experiment um, that's done many times on a daily basis. It's called electroporation. So what is this experiment? Mm-hmm. Oh, this experiment is you take um, a, a source of electricity mm-hmm. and you blast the cell. And what it does apparently is supposedly is create holes in the cell membrane. Mm-hmm. And, and um, 
and and this is an expedient that's used. You put outside the cell, you put big molecules like DNA outside, mm-hmm. and having supposedly blasted big holes in the cell membrane, mm-hmm. um, those molecules are able to penetrate through those holes. Mm-hmm. And the evidence is that those DNA molecules get incorporated into the cell's genome. And the cell starts producing um, proteins uh, that are based on those those DNA molecules. So you know that they actually have gotten in, and the cell is still living because um, you know it's it's doing its thing. It's incorporating molecules into its genome. Hmm. However, I see those molecules are giant molecules, uh-huh. and, and the ions are tiny molecules. So. So if you blast open um, a hole in the membrane that's big enough to allow those giant molecules to get through, well, uh-huh. how come the small ions don't don't penetrate also? Uh-huh. And they're supposed to be separated in order to sustain life, but right. they must be able to get through uh, because it's uh-huh. like, yeah, it's like you have a dog door, you know, uh, sure. right. allows your dog to get through. But, sure. you know, wh- why can't the mouse crawl through during the time that the dog door is open? Um, right. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So so it means it's just one of many experiments that show that no, no, an intact membrane uh-huh. is not necessary to sustain life. Although we think we we tend to believe otherwise. So, right. I won't go into the other experiments, but but uh, oh, it's it's no. pretty clear. Wow. Uh, so so anyway, that's we can bypass that step. Uh, we've we've gone first step. Uh, the molecules are getting condensed, um, mm-hmm. and we can skip the step of requiring um, somehow the buildup of a membrane. So we go to the next step, um, mm-hmm. um, and the next step um, is um, well. Um, you know, in, in your cells, in my cells, when they divide, um, the information uh, persists, right? Um, you're, you're, you have uh, information from the cells of your parents, of your, your two parents. And, and essentially, that's one of the hallmarks of life, that, that um, the information persists in the progeny as cells divide. Right. Um, and... and and how does this occur? Well, so we know how it occurs now because the DNA is double-stranded and, and, um, and the strands can divide and, and you'll get one of those strands from your father, one from your uh, mother. But, but what happened before that to create, I mean, it's unimaginable that you go from a blob somehow uh, to, to this. And how did you get from one, one to the other? Um, and that, that's the part where, where the easy water uh, uh, comes into play. Oh, really? So, okay. Yeah. And so there's a critical experiment uh, I'll, I'll tell you about. Mm-hmm. And the experiment um, done by uh, Luc Montagnier, Nobel Prize winner for having yeah. discovered um, uh, HIV. Right. And he turned his attention to water and water memory, information um, uh, in, in water. And you know a lot about this field because um, you mentioned Emoto and, 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 and his work and, and there are many others, but, but the experiment by Montagnier is particularly interesting because uh, it involves DNA and water uh, and the two are intimately involved. So, so what he demonstrated is you put DNA in water, that's sending signals 
um, mm -hmm. that can be received by water mm -hmm. at some distance. And the water then, uh, he hypothesizes, contains the information from the DNA. Uh, and he uses that water to create more DNA. Um, mm -hmm. This is the standard PCR uh, mechanism. Uh, oh, PCR. right. Yeah. 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 You know, we all know about that now. <laughs> COVID. Uh, yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, and sure enough, the new DNA that's created um, has the same sequence as the original DNA that was sitting in water um, some distance away. So, mm -hmm. so somehow that information um, from the DNA is being transmitted over space, no chemical communication uh, to water, you see. Mm -hmm. and, and that raises a question, uh, was the original information contained in the water, presumably the easy water, because that mm -hmm. has all the characteristics that contain information. And so, so a possibility is that DNA was not created from nothing. It started with the water and the water um, in, in in those condensed cells uh -huh. was what contained information, you see. Mm -hmm. And that water then, uh, intimately associated with DNA, um, could, could be responsible for the original information, which is then given, supplied to the DNA. Possibly the DNA is the more stable species. And so um, when when cells would would divide that information persisted over time and and has lingered and remained and and uh, so so the without going into too much detail the main point is that it's possible that the original information was contained in the water mm -hmm. not in the dna and it was the dna uh that's associated with with the water with the easy water that finally contained um uh the information but first in the water, in the easy water, and you know, and now we 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 have we have lots of experimental information way beyond Emoto um, that that demonstrates that you know Emoto's work we all love and cherish, but most scientists reject it, and the reason that they reject it is that is that the results were not done in a, a sort of scientific way. Um, he tended to uh, cherry pick his results to to fit. He wanted to demonstrate mm -hmm. um, the the impact and the effect, and he would pick out uh, out of fifty frozen uh, petri dishes with images. He'd pick out the best one, which demonstrated what what he wanted to demonstrate. And 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 so um, uh, I don't I don't mean to discount uh, Emoto's observations. Because sure. they're now beginning to do this in a more scientific way, mm -hmm. um, but a lot of scientists reject it out of hand because of uh, of, of that feature. I myself think um, there's something to it mm -hmm. uh, because I've seen other experiments that were done more scientifically. I I, I just got to cite one of those because um, um, uh, I've just come into contact with it, and and that that is there's. Um, uh, a scientist engineers who passed recently in 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 Germany, um, and he got interested in this sort of thing. And he did the following experiment. His name is Kroplen, uh, Berndt Kroplen, and you can find his stuff on the internet. So he did the following experiment. He on a glass slide, he put a droplet of water, um, and and he waited until the droplet dried. Um, and and you you can see a residue that that sticks on the glass. It doesn't all evaporate 
some remains on the glass. And what remains on the glass is is actually a residue. It doesn't evaporate, it sticks. And we think that's easy water that sticks because the easy water sticks to hydrophilic surfaces and, and it remains. And a lot of people have repeated this experiment. They can see these, these residues that remain. And some of them are convinced that this is actually easy water for, for various reasons. Anyway, so what he did was he... He um, he put many droplets on many slides, mm-hmm. and he gave a bunch of them to let's say you, and and you'd hold on to them, um, and 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 let the droplet dry, and look at the pattern of the residue, mm-hmm. and it turns out that if he gave you a half dozen of them, those residue patterns, for example, they might be concentric circles. Um, each one of the ones that you were holding mm-hmm. um, showed the same pattern. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he gave the same ones to me, and each ones that I'm holding also consistently showed the same pattern. But my pattern differed from your pattern. Hmm. That's okay. the key point. You see, hmm. reproducible for me, reproducible from you, for you, but your pattern differed from mine. And so he concluded that there must be some kind of energy that's coming from you, that's coming from me, hmm. um, that's being input. Uh, in 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 into this and 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 therefore creates a, a characteristic pattern for me uh, mm-hmm. and for you consistent among the droplets that dried in my hands and mm-hmm. the same for your hands but mine is always different from yours so this is just one of that's interesting it, yeah his name is Proklin Proklin okay that's Proklin K R O E P L I N K R O E P L I N and and he wrote he wrote a book on 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 this and, and others others have done very similar kinds of experiments it's not uh unique uh in in his hands so so these are the kinds of experiments that demonstrate that some kind of energy some kind of so-called subtle energy or biofield uh, people call it many things right. It's very interesting. There's, there's other, um, I heard about this a couple of years ago that a friend of mine was making EM effective microorganisms, EM. And she had somebody visiting her who got angry yeah. and left and the whole, the, all of, all of the EM that she was making failed, wouldn't germinate. Nothing happened. How interesting. She made a new batch, kept the negative person out Everybody was in a good mood and it worked out just fine. So that negative energy did affect her effective microorganisms. Oh, there are now countless experiments that right. uh, support that point of view, you right. see. Right. And also it, it, yeah. could, it could have an impact on um, you know, producing mutations. So how do you get mutations? Uh, um, you know, everybody accepts the idea that uh, there are mutations, but why? Um, you know, some kind of quote, spontaneous change, but what do you mean by spontaneous uh, change? And as possible, since the water is intimately involved in this, Mm -hmm. it's it's possible that some some kind of information from outside that's powerful enough will change the water, which then changes the DNA, because the two are intimately uh, interacting, the easy water surrounding the DNA. So this, that could be the way, the way that mutations can, can occur. Um, and I, um, I, I, I'm reminded of uh, maybe maybe you know this story that there was um, 
Oh, I wish I could remember his name. Um, mm-hmm. the, the book called the um, the case of the midwife toad. Do you, have you, are you familiar with that one? I haven't. No. Uh-uh. Okay, no. so it was it was a book written. Um, I just can't think of the names. Um, brain okay. fog. Uh, maybe okay. I need some more water or something yeah. like this. <laughs> coffee, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, um, the, the author was writing about the famous scientist. Uh-huh. He did an experiment, uh-huh. and uh, um, he finally killed himself because of the reaction of people to what he found. But what oh, he really? found was, yeah, what he found was profound. Oh wow! So he studied these toads, midwife toad, and uh-huh. um, and there are two types. One lives on land. One lives in the water. Uh-huh. And the one that lives in the water has develops on its four limbs some kind of structure that. Um, allows for copulation inside the water and the one that lives on land doesn't have that so he took he took some of the ones that live on the land and he put them into the water and the eggs hatched in the water so they were immediately um, exposed to a water environment although their natural environment is a land environment Mm -hmm. and and many of them developed these these special pads um uh just by having them immersed in a different environment so it looked like the environment was playing a role in the genetics, just like the ideas of Lamarck. Um, which, okay. Yeah. And, and uh, he repeated these experiments and he got a positive result, but everybody thought he was nuts because mm-hmm. you can't, um, uh, I mean, characteristics that are caused by the environment can't be inherited. That's the, you know, the current point of view. And he found the opposite. He found that he could be inherited. I agree. Yeah. yeah. You see, so, so yeah. what's going on here? If he was right, um, right. right. and nobody is, is, to my knowledge, has repeated these these experiments. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it's a fascinating book. Um, uh, so, so um, how does this happen? If true, and uh, uh, one possible way is what we're we're talking about that information could be incorporated into the water, and if if profound enough, it could then be incorporated into the DNA. Sure. That makes, that makes sense. And you know, the other thing too, um, uh, Jerry, is that um, the fact that um, there are mutations and it's not a hundred percent correct when they, when, when, when cells replicate themselves and maybe like that could be a way um, for, um, for nature to adapt to changing conditions in the environment. Exactly. One mutation might work out better, you know, than the old one. And I I think that may be God's way, if you will, um, or of, of, of of, uh, uh, guaranteeing adaptability in a species. So we may, we may need that in the future. (laughs) We need that in the future. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you know, if true, it's so interesting. It is. Uh It is. Yeah. So, so anyway, that, that, that's the, kind of story uh, that i i've been thinking about about you know how how we evolved uh, into who we are um right uh and um well whether it's right or not um uh, you know who who can say but uh, it it intrigues me and it keeps me (laughs) it keeps me in in good spirits to think about all these uh potential mechanisms uh um um it's fun it's fun to think about them um it drives me. <laughs> oh, that's that's wonderful, Jerry. You know, uh, Albert Einstein. I'm going to let in my next guest. We've got time, and we can go over today because the um, 
my producer said we've got extra time. So anyway, um, one of the things that um, Professor Einstein did is that he would often day, daydream uh, in classes. And the, and the teachers thought he was all he was always, you know, having fun and not paying attention. But he would daydream out. And that's how he ended up getting for con- for quantum mechanics was by daydreaming. Um yeah how we put the, the formula A equals MC squared together. So that's what he, that's, he said he did his best work that way. Um, just, I, I could imagine we don't do that because we're so um, mostly, most of us so intent on productivity. Right. Exactly. Exactly. In science, especially, you know, the, the key to success is productivity. Right. Right. If you, if you, if you um, are an assistant professor and you're looking forward to getting promoted to an associate professor, um, the committee that um, evaluates your qualifications is looking for productivity. How many papers did you publish in the last year? <laughs> and so, you know, it inspires scientists to do um, uh, a non-Einsteinian uh, um, kind of approach to science. You know, get on that bicycle and, and pedal very quickly and publish as many papers as you. It doesn't matter what the content is. Just right. just keep publishing and try to publish in a respected journal. Those are, you yeah. know, the criteria. But the idea of daydreaming and uh, thinking about stuff, uh, that takes a backseat. Yeah. So yeah. we can learn a lot from um, what you're describing about Einstein. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that's what I do now. I follow my intuition and my angel's guidance exclusively now. I'd like to introduce you to, um, we've got, we can go over time, a little bit more time, Jerry, but I want to introduce I, I, I've got to go fairly soon, but. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. This is my good friend, uh, Susie Ward. Um, and she channels um, her son from the other side. And uh, she has all kinds of wonderful messages about the Ascension and angelic messages. She's a wonderful lady. And usually when she comes on camera like this, you can see her angel wings behind her, but they're hidden today for the camera. Um, but, uh, <laughs> um, Susie, this- <laughs> can you hear us? Okay. Yes. Hello, Ted. And hello, Gerald. Nice to meet you. <laughs> it's nice to meet you. I'm not an assistant professor looking for promotion, but I can empathize with that feeling of produce, produce, produce. Right. We're all workaholics, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, most of the time I just sit at, I sit at home and I eat chocolate bonbons and grapes and watch old, 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 old Western movies. That's all I do. So, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty busy, but, uh, um, uh, Jerry, before we go, my friend, um, could you talk just briefly about your venture Institute for Science and the give out the website so people can support? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for asking. So um, the rationale for this, uh, for forming this institute, um, uh, it follows from what I was speaking about getting promoted from assistant professor to associate professor. Um, we, we, um, um, we're all, we're all busy uh, being productive, and um, and and it, if we try to do something creative, um, 
it, it um, few of us do that. And the ones who are willing to do that, who are willing, they risk their careers. And the reason they risk their careers is when you do something um, that is original, what you're doing is challenging the establishment. So, right. you know, if someone comes and says, um, well, the earth is flat, um, um, and all of us know that the, well, I, I, I should do it in reverse. If someone had come around and said that the earth is round and, and, and you can just look out your window and you can see that it's flat and people have made their careers describing the flat earth. If you come around and, and say that the earth is round, you're challenging uh, the people who are the flat earth people and people don't like to get challenged. And the problem is if you come up with a, <coughs> with an idea like that, uh, the, the people who judge the merit of your idea are the people, are the flat earth people. So if, for example, uh, Susie, you you have an idea that the earth is round and and um, and you think this is a, um, a good idea that's supported by some evidence, you've seen satellite photos and whatever, and you go to the granting agencies and you say, hey, you guys, you know, I think the earth is round. Um, and then give me some money because I want to really study this in detail because it's pretty important. You know, if the earth is round versus flat, it's going to change a lot. So please, I'm applying uh, uh, to you to give me a little money because you need money to do anything. Um, Can you grant me the money? And and the people who are sitting in judgment are the flat earth people because these are the people who are recruited to make judgment because they're the experts, so to speak, on the shape of the earth. And you can imagine what their judgment is is going to be um, because they don't want to be dethroned. They're the world's experts on the shape of the earth. When, when Scientific American wants to find out and write an article about the shape of the earth, you know, the little bumps that exist here and there that kind of seem to violate the, um, the flatness of the, of the earth, they'll go to those people, not to you. Um, uh, and, and so they they don't want to be dethroned. It's human nature, and therefore you won't get your money. And every scientist knows that any application that they put in to get money can't be too provocative because they won't get their money. So what does that do? It stymies creativity. Right, exactly. It prevents, mm-hmm. it prevents um, ideas that have the capacity to shake the earth, to create scientific revolutions. And we decided to do something about that. And so we created the Institute for Venture Science. Uh, So what is the Institute for Venture Science? Well, we we look for proposals from scientists and non-scientists too, um, uh, uh, in, in which the proposal challenges um, the, the prevailing point of view. And uh, we look at it with due criticism and objectivity, but we're looking particularly for proposals that have the capacity to shake the earth. They're thoroughly vetted. And we've gone through our first phase of vetting. We picked out from 200 pre-proposals leading on to 15 or so full proposals. We picked five. And these proposals have the capacity, uh, if, if the results turn out to be uh, positive of shaking the earth in major ways, uh, um, major n- n- scientific revolutions that have the capacity eventually to create technologies that can solve many of the world's problems. These are all of this is privately supported. 
and uh, we've managed to collect little bits here and there of private uh, funding. And we're looking for some major donors, people who have done well in their uh, careers and want to give back to society in a way that's meaningful. And and we encourage um, any any of you who, who either fall into that category or know people who fall into that category to connect with us. Um, and the connection is through um, the, the um, uh, website is IV, sounds like intravenous, but Institute for IVScience.org, IVScience.org. Easy to remember because it sounds like intravenous and, and science does need a shot, an intravenous shot of something to propel it so that it really does begin creating once again the scientific revolutions that have occurred in the past. We have lots of technological revolutions like uh, Zoom, for example. Uh, But if you think about how many fundamental scientific revolutions have occurred in the past decades, there are precious few. I mean, really meaningful scientific revolutions like the genetic sequence that I've been talking about, uh, like the splitting of the atom, it's really hard to identify anything that's occurring. And we want them to occur. And that's why we've created ivscience.org. So thank you for asking me, Ted. And we'd love to hear from you. Thank you. Great. Yeah, please support Jerry's works. Um, I wanted to tell you, I, I interviewed uh, uh, Irvin Laszlo this morning in Italy. Oh, yeah. And he's having an innovation conference on February 22nd. And I think it'd be really good to do like a 10 minute video. I can help you do it. To send to his group. It'll be worldwide um, uh, exposure for you. Uh, call, call me tonight if you like after 5 p.m. Pacific or anytime tomorrow. I can tell you more. Okay. I won't call you because I, uh, I'm booked for tonight, oh, but okay. another time. Yeah. Thank okay, you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. As we say yeah, in Mexico, I know, I know Irvin mm-hmm. and um, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, is okay too. So. Okay, I got to sign off. And uh, thank you so much for the opportunity. And Susie, great to meet you. I'm sorry I, I can't be with you at the moment to listen. Uh, I would love to. Okay, anyway. Okay. Take, Take care. care, Jerry. Great to see you, my friend. Thanks for coming on today. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Well, Susie, hi. We, we have extra time today. My producer, Don, said he'd stay here all night if necessary till 6 o'clock in the morning. So we'll have extra time. He doesn't he said he didn't need sleep tonight. So I'm sure he's listening to us now. So anyway, <laughs> just kidding. What about your background, Ted? I'm sorry. What? Your the background. Oh, it's like Guatemalan fabric. Oh well, thank you. I appreciate that. It's from um, this is from uh, Ago Calentes at Machu Picchu. It's the village at the bottom of Machu Picchu. Oh, it's Peruvian. Yeah, it's Peruvian. And when I was there, I don't know, about two years ago, I brought it back. And uh, my my friends on the trip thought I was all crazy. Um, but I, I brought it back. It was fun. Yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful place. It, it really is. And uh, I hope to get back to, I've made new plans to go back to Peru this October. I think all this, these restrictions and so-called mandates will all be gone by then. Because oh, and, I hope so. <laughs> God, it's just insane. But things, things. Um, oh, I want to introduce you to my audience. This is Susie, Susie Ward of Matthew Speaks. And for those familiar with her, uh, she's been 
been giving one beautiful angelic messages from her son Matthew on the other side. And Matthew's here. Hi, Matthew. He says hi. So it says so so happy to be here today. But I love his messages. I read them every month and always get inspiration from them. And um I'm sure you have a have a lot to say, but um but it's amazing how things quickly I think the timelines have speeded up. Um and good for the for the for the good. And look what's happening in Canada. I, I guess Trudeau fled Ottawa. They say he's on vacation. He's at his home. And I, I don't know. But the, I guess the truckers are going to go to his home next. <laughs> they want him to resign. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what I'm hearing is that all national leaders and um others in positions of great influence in Mm -hmm. governments and corporations and intelligence agencies um, who are at all affiliated with um, Matthew speaks of it as the Illuminati others use that term or cabal or shadow government or you know, one world order. But at any rate, um, let me just use the term dark ones. Right, okay. (laughs) It's sort of like an umbrella term there. Right. Yeah. They, um, the process is ongoing of arresting, uh, putting on trial, and um, convicting and executing those who are found guilty. Well, wow. um, you know, it's at the top of ridding Earth of dark control that has been going on for millennia, eons, actually. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. I I had heard that actually, and there's a lot going on beneath the surface. Um, For example, you don't see uh, Hillary Clinton anymore in the news. Um, You don't see Obama anymore in the news. There's a lot of people where you don't see them. And I think they've already arrested and, and perhaps executed. I'm not sure. It's hard to get confirmation, but that's what I've heard anyway. Um, I can confirm uh, Hillary Clinton's okay. yeah, uh, and Obama is um, being thrown out as a um, not exactly scapegoat, but a diversion, a diversion from the dark ones. Um, I mean, they're the ones who have put out false information, uh, photoshopped videos and and photos. Um, They, well, that has been their tactic all along Mm -hmm. to point fingers in other directions. I mean, they have pointed the finger at Russia um, and uh, frankly that 
was more because uh, Putin had refused uh, for decades to work with them. So he was a natural to be considered ruthless murderer, a ruthless dictator, a warrior, what happened. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. Now, the Putin we are seeing mm -hmm. is a body double. Okay. Um, yes. Mm. Um, it's okay. been almost two years right. since the Illuminati finally were able to get to Putin and assassinate him. Um, really? Uh, yeah. Around that same time, right. they assassinated Pope Francis. Okay. Uh, because in that case, he wanted to clean house big time in the Vatican. I see. Um, the okay. Vatican is the international headquarters of Satanism. Really? Yes. Okay. And um, yeah. it has it is housing treasures that the Nazis accumulated huh. uh, prior to uh, World War II breaking out and all of the things that were stolen right um, and they made a deal with uh, the Vatican at that time, uh -huh. the Pope, to hide those things in the Vatican. Oh, wow. All right. Um, and also, hmm. the Vatican is beyond wealthy. Hmm. Pope Francis wanted to bring an end to the satanic rituals that well. Place there. He wanted to return the stolen art hmm. and he wanted to stop the money laundering, in essence, that hmm. was going on. Mm -hmm. So that's why the Illuminati got rid of him. I see. So the Putin seen publicly. And the Pope are body doubles. Uh, in the case of Putin, um, that man had been prepared for some years. It, it just took uh, the Illuminati longer than they thought it would. I see. To Putin. I see. Um, so, I mean, it was just a bit of plastic surgery. Right. Uh, keeping up with all of Putin's activities and meetings and knowledge and um, mm. uh, the people that he most often dealt with um, and just really a good job of learning to mimic him mimic him and this this body double who supposedly the, the body double of Putin now 
Is he under control by the Illuminati? Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Both uh, the body doubles of Putin and Pope Francis um, are under control of the Illuminati. But like everything else that is happening, right? uh, the control and extensive influence of the Illuminati is being eroded faster and faster. You mentioned time seems to be speeding up. It absolutely is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we sense it as time passing faster and faster. But right. what it actually is, mm-hmm. um, there is no linear time. We need it for a sense of organization, um, uh, past, present, and future. Um, but what it actually is, is energy. And Earth has been on the ascension course. The planet has been entering successively higher planes of energy. And the energy that prevailed a hundred years ago was deep third density. Um, By now, we're into fourth density. The vibrations on the planet are much higher. And we sense this change as time zooming. Yeah, right, right. I wanted to ask you about Putin. I, I like his policies in the past, and I like to know it's it's nice to know that Francis wanted to do the right thing and and release the stolen the stolen goods and come be honest with people. Will that still happen? Um, or what? What? How do you think it's going to be played? Or what? What's a possible timeline for that to be played out? Because if um, Susie, so if people find out that uh, Putin is a is a body double and Francis is a body double. What then? I mean, what what do you think? Uh, Matthew says he doesn't know when uh, true identities uh, or the truth about the original people, those two and numerous others will be revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, it. I mean, for instance, um, Hillary Clinton was uh, tried, convicted, and executed um, April of last year. So body doubles, and they really didn't look very much like her, um, did appear for a while. And the purpose of body doubles um, or cloning, but cloning ended a while ago, is continuity of power in those positions. 
there is nothing inherently wrong about cloning. Hmm. But the purpose for which the Illuminati or the darkness was using it was nefarious to keep um, controllers uh, in power, continuity, um, in case of, well, assassination or natural death. Mm-hmm. That could be hidden too, or uh, debilitation. So they no longer had the mental or physical capacities to um, be influential. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I digress, Ted. You asked when um, that can be known. Matthew doesn't know. Uh, it from what they do know, and they get it when I say they. Um, he is the spokes soul, I guess, for thousands of souls at the same uh, station. It's not a place. It is the same um, status of evolvement Mm -hmm. in conscious and spiritual awareness. And so he he probably, he's going to say we in in most situations. And uh, so he has told me and he has mentioned in messages um, that it seems at this point that the first of the truthful situations or the, that first truth that will be revealed will be about this deceptive pandemic. And um, in the last message, uh, January's message, he said that at that moment, it appeared that it could happen by mid-year. And he's just now saying that still does appear to to be a likelihood. Mm -hmm. Um, And the reason that that would be the first is um, because um, what is still going on, but it is listening, is the dreadful um, impact economically, psychologically, um, and, and certainly health-wise, um, the so-called vaccines are as deceptive. As, I mean, it, this is, in short, a crime against humanity. Right, I agree. I agree. Uh, yes. All right. And now 
that the push is on to vaccinate children, young children. Yeah. Um, Terrible. Yeah, it is. It Terrible. is. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. And all of this time of forcing mask wearing uh, has been part of an agenda that was made 10 years before the lab designed or manipulated virus was released. One of the, it was called Rockefeller Lockstep 210. Because it it was in that year that the planning was done. And one of the, and in uh, the steps in chronological order that this would be carried out. Of course, the intention was to eradicate billions of lives. Mm -hmm. Um, That didn't happen. Um, The reason it didn't is, um, okay, now this is um, introducing a brand new factor here. There are people, extraterrestrials, living among us, and they have been for decades. Some of them are what Matthew has referred to as special forces, and um, they differ from the millions of others who also volunteered to come from more advanced civilizations to help Earth's civilization awaken. And their difference is they have retained um, all of the innate capacities that every person has but they, their capacities are being actively used. Mm. Most people here don't even know they have them. Right, that's true. They're asleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, they are using their abilities to dematerialize their bodies, mm-hmm. rematerialize them, do the same with objects that appear to be solid, but they aren't. Uh, everything is energy fluctuating at one frequency or another, mm-hmm. and including building walls. Well, these special forces members can walk right through them. They also can teleport. They communicate telepathically. They know what people are thinking. They connect um, with others close by or distant. Mm -hmm. Distant insofar as halfway across the world or in another location in the universe. Mm -hmm. So they are 
invaluable in assisting Earth um, in uh, positions in um, science, governments, military, and intelligence agencies. Mm. So they know who in those various fields are filled with light and who are dark. And people are going to start finding out that individuals they have respected and thought were wonderful are in the darkness. I see. Vice versa. The people who uh, have been uh, sort of thrown to the wolves by the darkness mm-hmm. are the ones who are filled with light. Okay. The special forces members who are scientists, and they are brilliant, incidentally, um, were in laboratories where um, the virus called COVID-19 was manipulated. Uh, And incidentally, the name COVID comes from C, certificate. Oh, (laughs) of V, vaccination. ID, identification. And it's identifying every person who is vaccinated. Because what are called vaccines are solutions with various ingredients, including a nanochip that's programmed individually, obviously, mm-hmm. and that would be injected into individuals so that not only can they be tracked, but programmed to respond to specific triggers. Okay. Back to the special forces. They reduced the potency of the toxic tissues in the solutions as much as they could. Mm -hmm. They couldn't eliminate it or that would be discovered. Right. They had to retain some of the disease element. Um, But they could erase the programming and the dark ones would not be aware of that until they tried to use it widely. I see. So that is why billions did not die. Now, uh, people did. But 
they had underlying health issues to begin with. And in some cases, they had been diagnosed, heart problems, uh, diabetes, circulatory problems, whatever. And a lot of those people who died, in fact, most of them, um, were elderly. They have been dealing with chronic illness. Issues. Yeah. Yeah. Their immune systems had been so weakened that they were highly susceptible. Right. And had it not been COVID-19, and the 19 comes simply because that is the 19th uh, virus that had been manipulated in a yeah. laboratory. Yeah. Uh, and SARS, avian flu, uh, H1N1. I forget the names of all the others. Right. But they all were designed to annihilate a lot of people. And none of them did, except the first one was successful in producing uh, HIV. Okay, let me d- d- become less distracted. So I. That no, I, this is fascinating. Please continue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, uh, okay. Gosh, I can't even. Let me pick up the thread here. Um, okay. Um, the people who are dying more recently are being um, are those who are vaccinated. Um, mainstream media are controlled. Right, right. Um, and the doctors, uh, healthcare professionals who are recommending, highly recommending uh, get vaccinated are either Illuminati themselves or they are doing that because they have been bribed or blackmailed or threatened. Um, And the threats made by the Illuminati are not just against the lives of the individuals, they will wipe out their families. Mm. I mean, the Matthew would probably not say these are evil people. Mm-hmm. I'm 3D enough to say they are evil individuals. Mm-hmm. Okay, Matthew said, Mother, it's all right to say. What they are doing is evil. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'll amend what I just said. Okay. People. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the same for uh, the government officials um, that are urging and mandating um, vaccinations. It's how vaccination passports 
came into being. Mm. Um, the idea is make life as difficult, as inconvenient as possible for people who don't get vaccinated. I mean, think about it. At least in this country, there are ads on TV. Get vaccinated. There are uh, people that are well known in the entertainment in industry, in sports, yeah. um, in uh, news reporting, who are speaking about be sensible, be public, uh, spirited, do this to assist in that public health. Yeah, all lies. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lies. And um, it's okay, but at any rate, and it has been two years when. Um, it seems that people are <clears throat> beginning to believe that, um, okay, we're getting this under control. Oh, no, now there's a variant. The virus has mutated. Now we're going into Delta. Okay, people became, I'm tired of this. Oh, my God, now we're into Omicron. It's it's more contagious. More people are dying. The billions that are being made in yeah. vaccines right. is criminal. Uh, it's it's they, Pfizer. Pfizer pays if if you get it if they, they pay um, what is it? They pay forty thousand dollars for every hundred people vaccinated from a doctor. And if you get two hundred, if if you get another two hundred, you make eighty thousand bucks. And they don't care if they die. You know, Rudolf Steiner talked about this back in nineteen seventeen. Where there would be a time when there would be materialistic healthcare professionals, so-called professionals, who would give people the shot in, in exchange for money, and they didn't care what happened to them after that. They just did it for the money. So, yeah. Well, um, as I mentioned. Um, some of them are being coerced, and especially those who whose families are endangered. I, I, I'm not um, excusing them. It's just necessary, I think, for people to know that. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, another thing is. Uh, so many brave and honest scientists, um, medical specialists, um, healthcare professionals, the doctors and nurses who are in the trenches, right. they are speaking out. Right. They are giving facts about this. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, um, some some have been killed for it. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, others are still being courageous enough to do this. Right. Um, and um, they are being ridiculed. 
they're being uh, losing their licenses. Mm. Um, they're being discredited um, publicly by the ones who are going along with the darkness on this. And um, I mean, in a nutshell, this is a battle between the light forces and the dark forces. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The light forces are not coercing anyone to join them. Right. Their weapons are light, love, and truth. Right. Mm -hmm. And the powers of those, the dark forces, control by fear and intimidation. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And deception. Right. Because they need people to be ignorant. They need people to simply believe what the controlled media are saying. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll get off my soapbox, kid. <laughs> no, I wanted you to come on so you could you could have your say. You can say anything you want on this country. Uh, in this, country. this is America, so I don't care what the cabal wants or doesn't want. I want you to tell the truth, what you're feeling, and also messages from... Well, dear... I, I, I don't care what they think about me either. Um, it's what I do find a nuisance is um, attacking my computer and my website. <laughs> Because um, I am fearless, uh, and and that's a, that's a good thing. Uh -huh. Because fear is one of the potent weapons mm. of the darkness. Mm -hmm. They use it. The vibrations of fear are powerful. Mm -hmm. They feed the vibrations of the people who are Illuminati, One World Order, whatever. Mm -hmm. the, the dark ones. It is the same low, low vibrations of both fear and the viability of the darkness. Mm -hmm. The people who are. Because everything goes back to energy. Right, right. Mm -hmm. yep. Does yeah. So they want people to be in fear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they aren't they themselves in fear of losing their powerful positions? They they are. That um, is why they are vibrating at such a low, low level. Right. Mm -hmm. They are. Um, the uh, okay, let me interject something else. We are souls in physical bodies, not we are people who have a soul, 
and there's a vast difference there. We are made of love, light, energy, mm -hmm. the pure essence of creator. Mm -hmm. And um, who is ruler of the cosmos, let's say. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, where everything started. Mm -hmm. And every one in this universe is uh, through God. The Right. That's what many of us call the ruler of this universe. But every person is a soul and that essence of each of us is love, light. Because it's the very same energy simply expressed in, in different ways. Mm -hmm. Um and the, the heart is the seat of the soul. Now, I, I, that's not original with me. That is what God told me. Mm -hmm. The heart is the seat of the soul. And that's why it seems to be in the heart area that we feel love and joy and excitement mm -hmm. or <clears throat> the reverse fear mm -hmm. um the elements of that we think of as our characteristics we think of as um positive and admirable um, like generosity and honesty and forgiveness and 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 feeling joy and helpfulness and all of those. Okay, those are high vibrations. Um, what we think of as not admirable, being deceptive, cruel, um, uh, miserliness. Um, mean-spiritedness, those are low vibrations. Mm -hmm. And um, fear is at the bottom. And so it is magnified. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Matthew is not the only messenger of the light who says, do not fear. Um, and do not judge others. And um, the, the reason for do not judge others is, okay, very, very close to home. You don't, we do not know our own soul contracts, what we chose to experience. Mm -hmm. And those go into a pre-birth agreement mm -hmm. with other souls who want to share the lifetime. Mm -hmm. And those are designed to benefit everyone in the agreement. 
Okay, some need to play the heavy, so to say, to make circumstances that the others need for growing, for evolving. So we don't know any of the soul contracts mm -hmm. uh, consciously. We forget them once we are here on earth. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the people we may feel are mean and unfair and, and have betrayed me may have provided exactly what we needed to open our eyes to grow from the experience mm -hmm. and True. farther away mm -hmm. on a national and international basis mm -hmm. do not judge people because there is such widespread deception that if you judge people by what is said about them mm -hmm. in major media, you will be thinking the people who are light-filled are the dark ones who are destructive. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ted, do you have a question? I'm a little late asking that, but <laughs> hey, better late than never, right? Well, I've only, I, I, I have just a, a, well, maybe, yeah, a question, um, a comment, actually. I, um, a couple of years ago, I was in um, a Mount Shasta, and there was, a, there was a, a food co-op there, and they felt that they were all so progressive, and they had slogans by, by gates on their windows. Oh. And I and I went up to them and I said, "Do you know what you've done? Those are not good people." But they, I argued with them politely, you know. Um, but that's what happens. People think that dark entities are full of light, and they're not, you know. Yes. And oh, incidentally, um, Bill Gates uh, has been executed. Excellent. Really. Now, uh, obviously, we are not hearing anything about. Of course not. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But uh, he is one of several very well-known individuals um, who was trying to flee. I mean, these people have been hiding out and eventually found, uh, taken to Guantanamo. Mm -hmm. In the case of of uh, the two that I mentioned, um, mm -hmm. uh, I mean Gates and Clinton, um, and they have been tried by military tribunals. They are given uh, defense attorneys of their choice, mm -hmm. and they are not arrested until. The evidence against them is so substantial that there is no doubt about what yes. they have done. Mm -hmm. And between all of the evidence that has been accumulated mm -hmm. and witnesses, mm -hmm. um, the cases against them are irrefutable. Mm 
-hmm. and what the crimes they have committed are crimes against humanity, uh, treason, um, violation of the Nuremberg Code. Um, so, when they are convicted, it is not a matter of somebody, well, I never liked you, type thing. Mm -hmm. There is total fairness. Now, they are being tried by military tribunals because those do not accept, oops, technical error on the part, <laughs> you know, of the defenses or the prosecutions, rather, uh, part. It is straightforward. Evaluate the evidence. And, and another thing is, civilian courts can delay and delay and delay. <laughs> yeah, right. And our judicial systems are filled with Illuminati or people, individuals. They are controlling like puppets. So, right, and there's no there's no appeal in the military courts, is there? No, that, you're right. That's another yeah, right endless no appeal. No appeal. Yeah. And um, oh, oh, George Bush also. Yeah, I heard he was executed. Mm-hmm. How about how about his son? Is he still around, or is he executed as well? George Bush, George Bush Jr. There's senior. Oh, I, I, uh, senior, I think senior died. Yeah, senior's uh, dead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's junior who was uh, involved in 9-11. He is the one who was executed. I His see. father, I think, died of natural causes. Mm, okay, okay. Um, let me let me add. Um, uh, Trudeau was a popular guy in Canada. Not. Um, I've heard that he was he was uh, eliminated and cloned about a year ago or more. His he came back after a trip abroad or uh, somewhere, and he came back to his his home, and his wife said, "You're not the husband I married. Who are you?" And she was complaining. I don't know much about it other than that. Is he real or is he cloned too? Okay. Um, I I just want to mention that a large source of information uh, for Matthew and the other souls at his station are Nirvana's monitors of Earth. Hmm. Because they are keeping an eye on what goes on here. And according to, all right, Matthew and the others, see, they know the big picture. They cannot see individual details. They see auras and, um, um, and they can see the big picture of 
what is ahead, but they cannot see details of every moment that's leading up to it. So anyway, monitors have, and Matthew just now telling me this, yes, Trudeau was eliminated some time ago. And that is also, he, it's also a body double. I see. And uh, what I was going to mention before Matthew said mother is that it depends on who you talk with, whether Trudeau is admired or not. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. What, well, what he does, yeah. We've had a phenomenon here on the West Coast um, where, for example, Washington State, a Democratic Governor Inslee, uh, nobody has seen him at a, at a real-life press conference for a year and a half to two years. He issues orders by email, and uh, try to call his office, nobody answers. Um, is he been replaced? Is he in federal prison somewhere, eating bread, uh, drinking, uh, having uh, bread and water? Matthew says that as far as he knows, and again from the monitors, he is alive. And he, incidentally, he's my governor, and I would love it if he were not. <laughs> God, his mandates are. Um, okay. But but does I mean but is but I mean does he have a body double and and the real governor is off what federal prison somewhere or, or no, he is in hiding he's in hiding okay and Matthew says that that's the word they are getting from the monitors I see okay all right that um let me see he okay he's just saying mother. I will let you know as soon as that information changes. But at this moment, that is what they are perceiving, the monitors. I see. How about how about one of our favorite people, Gavin Newsom of California? Uh, uh, he he took he took the booster shot, I guess about a month ago, more than a month ago, and they say he he was um, arrested by the Marines. After that, and then executed at Guantanamo Bay on January 26th by death by hanging. Um, I knew he was there. He's what? I did know he had been arrested and, and was there. I see. Uh, yeah, uh, apparently he has been executed just recently. But, yeah. yeah, I haven't talked with Matthew about any of this. Okay. okay. Oh, uh, the January message, which was what seventh or eighth? Yeah. Right. 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 Other, family visiting. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Okay. The other thing too is that um, just within days of him taking that shot after getting arrested in early January, late December, um, he was. Um, there was there were ads in Hollywood uh, asking for body doubles for for Newsom to take his place, and I've got the ads. I can send them to you. I mean, it's right out in the open. So they have some guy there now. Um, could be, I, I don't know, and it looks like him, but his 
hair's different, his forehead's different, his ears are different, he's tanned. Um, so I guess it's I guess CNN and the mainstream media have have appointed this body double as the the governor. So how long does this charade have to continue where we have body doubles of the Pope of California? I mean, it theoretically, if the guy's dead and he's been executed, then they should have a new election in California because the 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 body double for Newsom is not even existing any. I mean, it's not the same guy. What am I? The, the president of this country. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Right, is an actor. That's what I thought, yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Uh, and it's a really, it's a sticky, sticky situation. Right. Like right. Because um, what is going on is, according to Matthew, is there are really two factions running this country. Um, The military, um, the white hats in the military are trying to keep at bay the Illuminati are the dark ones who are using that actor as their puppet. I see. So it's um, it's almost like a yo-yo thing. And um, because this is such an unlikely situation, well, unprecedented, um, and the country would be thrown into some sort of chaos if people knew um, that Trump actually was elected president. Uh, yeah, because there is evidence. Yeah, massive evidence. Yeah, right. That um, in the electronic process of the digital numbers flying across the country and right. and internationally and the changes that went in place to put Biden into the presidency. Right. Um, it's the... The dark ones, no, they can't control Trump. Actually, Trump is really not under anybody's control. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's pretty much an independent actor. Right. Uh, But, um, and I'm not saying that Biden, the legitimate Biden, is dark. But he would be much more malleable than Trump. Yeah. So that's why that election was fraudulent. Sure. But the fact that there is no legitimate government in this country, if that were just announced point blank, 
uh, without a solution. I mean, the solution has to be put in place before the announcement. Yeah. How long how long will this Shakespearean play continue? I I don't know. And okay, it cannot continue um for okay, it three more years. Mm. Because uh Biden has just been you know running things or not Biden, but you know, so whatever he is. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, three more years, it'd be very unlikely that that actor um, it, it can continue. Right. Okay. Uh, or not just that, it's unlikely that people can be fooled that much longer. Yeah. Really, people are waking up. Yeah. And they're starting to question <coughs> the lewd tip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you. then the it okay, what Matthew did mention in the January message, he's just reminding me of that, that it was being considered. Uh, the the people who are in charge, the white hats, um, are considering um, announcing the truth about the pandemic in conjunction with the truth about the election, because okay, this some of the same. Individuals are involved in both, mm-hmm. and uh, okay, what happens in this country affects the world. Right, that's right. Um, and um, you probably know about Nasara slash G. Sara. Okay, the N was for national. And the G is because it is now a global situation. Mm -hmm. And it is one of its provisions. Okay. It is legislation in the U.S. Bill Clinton was forced to sign it. And this goes back 20 years. Um. He, he was forced by white hats in the military to sign it. He got around enacting that legislation, you know, I mean, setting it in motion by putting a gag order on it. Mm-hmm. So everyone in Congress who knew about it was legally forbidden to ever speak about it. Okay, but it still is valid legislation and it calls for um, dismissing the entire government. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
not like firing them because you're all inadequate, mm -hmm. but it's in essence dissolving the government because it has been formed as a corporation. And that happened right after um, the colonies won the war for from independence. Right, right. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the Illuminati uh, is an umbrella organization that infiltrates everything. Mm. Uh, everything that influences life in any way at all in, in this world. Mm -hmm. And that very high up in the Illuminati mm -hmm. are um, European royalty. Yeah. Well. So the um, whoever was ruling UK at that time and, and not just UK, but the British Empire, um, set up a corporation that slightly changed the name United States of America so they could form it into a corporation that they owned. Oh, wow. And that is not what the founding fathers wanted. They said it, they set up this new nation as the Republic. And it, that form of ruling was shot down almost immediately mm -hmm. by the rulers, the you know, the British Empire, um, setting it up as a corporation. Mm -hmm. That is why the provision of Nisara calls for dissolving the government and setting up the republic form of governing mm -hmm. that the founding fathers mm -hmm. intended. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean that everybody in the government is no good. Mm -hmm. Sure, I understand. A lot of them are working for the Illuminati right. or are Illuminati. Mm -hmm. But not all of them are. Right, right, yeah. But it's the structure that has to be eliminated. Right. Okay. Before it can be announced that, okay, um, it was a fraudulent election, there has to be a solid form of government in place so this nation doesn't fall apart and go into chaos mm -hmm. or be interpreted as a military coup. Yeah. But actually, it is military. Do not take an oath 
to the president. They take an oath to protect the Constitution. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. And so the under the Constitution, um, the the elections have to be truthful and valid. Right. They can't be messed with right. and and manipulated so that a, the deceptive force gets to put whoever they want in right. office. Right, 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 exactly. And you can see it is <clears throat> sort of sticky. And furthermore, to announce that the person appearing as Biden is an actor. Right. I mean, this is a basket of worms, frankly. Yeah, yeah. Now, it's going to be resolved. But exactly how soon? Well, it's it's amazing how, how the Democrats are using the court system to delay everything. Because this, this is a fraud. And I can see them wanting to drag things out. Oh, yeah. A couple of years so that... I mean, it's ridiculous. So Biden never does get out. I mean, he's 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 not even late. He was executed, wasn't he? Two years ago, something like that. I mean, Biden. Biden, yeah, he's not even alive. No, no, yeah. uh, no, he wasn't executed. Um, his he really did have dementia, and uh, during the campaign, it was slightly obvious, but attributed to. Well, hey, that's just Joe. All right. It progressed. I see. Um, the Republican Party did not want Kamala Harris mm-hmm. to become president. So they it would not serve them. They they knew okay, Biden is not going to be fit. Uh to run office, to speak publicly much longer. And it's going to become so noticeable that there will be a clamor for the vice president to succeed him. But he's no longer capable. They do not want her in there. So they put in this body double. And well, for one thing, Biden needed treatment, physical treatment, too. Um, And so he has been in the hospital. I think, I think Bethesda, I'm not certain of that, um, for many, many months. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But he, they had to find somebody to replace him or he disappeared, um, and I, I think three people have uh, sat in for him, but the first two very briefly, until they found the actor, who is doing pretty well. I mean, considering. Is that, it's, it's not Jim Carrey, is it? Is it somebody else? Mm-mm. No, okay. No, it's not Jim Carrey. Right. Okay. No, and it is somebody who is old, somebody who looks enough 
like uh, Biden, height, build, uh, can mimicking can mimic him, like you know, an actor can play a role. And it's my understanding that he has the mask, and this is not just Biden. There are masks that, that are so skillfully designed that even close up, it would be hard to detect. I see. I see. You know, such a well-designed, lightweight plastic masks that can have the same warts and molds and wrinkles, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Okay. Amazing, amazing I, technology yeah, yeah. right in front of our eyes, and you know, you know frankly, we can't see it. Frankly, if more people were just awake, they'd realize Biden is fake and just throw them out. Being like the Canadian yeah. truck, good for them, good for Canada. They're they're gonna they're gonna turn things around. I look at uh, Trudeau or the clone or whoever he is being gone within a month, and things are gonna change for the better in Canada. And the timelines yeah. are really speeding up. I guess one issue I have to ask you, you know, China was heavily involved in the elections and getting him elected. So uh, for their own nefarious purposes, no? Pardon me, no. No? Okay. No. That was, again, purposeful finger pointing. Okay. China was not involved at all. Just like Russia was not involved. I knew, I knew that was fake about Russia. I knew Russia had nothing to do with it. But yeah, Okay, the dark ones said, you know, finger pointed at Russia. Now it's being done at, or was done at China. Neither Russia nor China cares who the president is here. They have situations in their own country to be concerned about, to strengthen. What 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 about the Chinese military attacking the United States or Australia or any one of other countries or Japan? They're no? not going to do that. There, uh, just as there are polarized attitudes in this country politically, there are polarized attitudes in China. And it's not that in either case, it's dark against light, it's ideologies. Okay, now fortunately, um, China, uh, okay, there are some in the Communist Party that want to um, control what goes on in this country, but that's economically they want that. Mm -hmm. And the other part, and it's the part that is becoming stronger and stronger as vibrations keep rising on the planet. Okay. They want to be involved in bringing peace to the world in banishing the darkness in uh, eliminating um, the disease uh, 
the, uh, the impoverishment. They, in other words, they are light filled. They want a world of people who are deal harmoniously with each other. Nice. Who, where everyone has the everything they need in the way of right. food and water, uh, housing, education, healthcare, mm-hmm. and enjoying the abundance of earth. Um, they are interested. I mean, this this part of Chinese uh, population, the the rulers again, um, they, they understand that we have to stop destroying the environment by scarifying land, by dumping toxins in in water, by chemtrails. You know about chemtrails. Oh, yeah. I I figured you had to, Tim. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When I was out yesterday, the sky looked like it was striped everywhere. Well, it was the same. It was the same as well up towards Seattle. And I have to tell you, too, from what I know is that... um, um, there are negative um, extraterrestrials who shapeshift their craft and look like U.S. military planes, and they spray this stuff in the air, and they're doing it for uh, to try to terraform the planet to make it more friendly to their species and less friendly to us, and it's also to eliminate us. I haven't heard anything good about chemtrails. Um, I've been hearing nothing good about them at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was at uh, Mount Shasta last, last year, Susie, and I took a picture of a what it looked like a plane, but I had a I had a zoom lens, so I looked at the the object, and it was like a white cutter cut cutout of a of a jet aircraft, and it was a shapeshift of a reptilian craft spraying all this crap in the air. You can get rid of them, by the way. There is a way to do it. You point your finger right at it, or both fingers, and you focus, and you can erase the entrails. You can also erase the plane too. We are that powerful now to do it. Try it. It does work. I will try it. Try it. Yeah. You can do it. Mm-hmm. You you can do it. Okay, I will try to believe with all my heart. <laughs> I can do it. I've done it. I've done it before, so it does work. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, it does work. So anyway. Maybe I need a mentor. <laughs> Call me anytime. You know, call me tomorrow. And we'll go out and get rid of chemtrails and chemtrail planes. The government doesn't do it. We we as well. Why not? <laughs> well, I do know that that is something else that has contributed. The toxins in the chemtrails have contributed to people becoming sick with what is diagnosed as COVID. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, Something that I heard ages ago is that at the time chemtrails started, 
Um, and, and, and people were flocking to uh, emergency rooms and doctor's offices and clinics with respiratory diseases. That is when the uh, Surgeon General of the United States came out with, oh, the dangers of secondhand smoke. There was a there was a article in the Epic Times last week that Vivek Murthy, whatever his name is, the Surgeon General, is they did an investigation on him and they went to his supposedly where he lives in the Washington DC area. The house is has been vacant for years. They also checked on his academic background at Yale. He supposedly has an MD and an MBA from Yale. Doesn't exist. And the pictures that, that have been put on the media for him is CGI. It's green screen. The guy is a fake entity who started with Obama, but he was fake then too. It's it's a fictional character. So the Surgeon General is a CGI computer screen entity that doesn't really exist. From what I've been told, from what I've heard, read that. No doctor uh, who knows, hey, there's not really a valid government up, so I'm not going to take that job. But the there definitely was a legitimate surgeon general at who came out with ooh. Secondhand smoke. Hmm. Because that goes back 20 years or so. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. And when I was editor of the Army Surgeon General's journal back in, oh God, I mean, that really does go back a long ways. Um, One of the people I interviewed Mm -hmm. was the Surgeon General then. Sort of interesting because his name was Ward also. Oh, okay. And he took me uh, to lunch in the congressional dining room where only government people um, were supposed to go. And um, the man at the door looked askance at me. And Seth just said, uh, this is Mrs. Ward. And which was true. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and um, but at any rate, it uh, was a legitimate position. Now <laughs> I don't know um, how much control at that time any dark elements were involved because the surgeon general's really only job is to give checkups to the president primarily and i suppose if some member of congress Mm -hmm. got sick while he was there Mm-hmm. The Surgeon General would rush over with his little medical kit mm-hmm. and, you know, apply a Band-Aid or whatever. <laughs> Give him some aspirin. Yeah. But, um, yeah, um, 
I did read that article that you read, Ted, and I thought, oh, my God, you know, when is this charade going to end? Well, well, look at it this way. Hillary Clinton's dead, replaced by a clone. Um, I don't know where Obama's at. Um, who else? Biden is fake. Uh, Gavin Newsom is fake. Um, the Pope Francis is fake. Yeah. Um, Bill Gates is dead. I, it's, it, it blurs the distinction between living and dying. And I, I know. Um, okay. Um, Obama actually has not made much of a public appearance even after, I mean, ever since um, the, the primaries in, the, uh, um, in 16. Uh, he was out of office. He was not going to interfere publicly mm-hmm. trying to do anything that would create hardships for anyone, really. But he has been working behind the scenes with um, some individuals, some in intelligence agencies, um, other governments, um, military forces. And this is on an international basis. It's been working behind the scenes on on a global effort. Okay. And he's sort of allowed, hey, whatever the government in my com- country is doing, you know, okay. But he has shifted. And because of that, um, dreadfully maligning type information has been put out about him. Not broadly because that well, the dark work in a way that they feel is going to be most to their advantage. Mm -hmm. They feel discrediting him quietly where as somebody involved mm-hmm. with the very same things they are doing mm-hmm. be to their advantage. Mm-hmm. And incidentally, something I meant to mention before is that COVID-19 was not developed in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. It was developed in a laboratory at Fort Detrick. Okay. Maryland. Interesting. And taken to the Wuhan, to the laboratory in Wuhan. Mm-hmm. And Fauci is about as dark as any individual can be. Has, has um, Matthew said anything about when Mr. Fauci will be um, arrested? Or taken out? Um, Okay. What he has been told is because he is has made himself such a public figure 
aligned with let's get this under control by vaccination, you know, all of this crap. Um, that he has provided himself with a safety net, but he is being observed by, I mean, every step he takes. Yeah. But there, it really, at this point, at this juncture, mm -hmm. uh, the, his arrest has to be done when there is a, all of the evidence can be presented. I see. Okay. You know, all of the evidence against him. I see. Up and this mm -hmm. top heavy deceptive situation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether you and I agree or not, hey. <laughs> No, 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 I'm just listening. I'm just listening. I, I'm concentrating and listening, so. Well, I would love to get rid of Fauci right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe what we should do is, is send Fauci up to Ottawa and let the truckers take care of him up there. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> uh, now, he, Fauci knows his days are numbered, but he is staying within the, the publicity of the safety net as long as you can. Because mm. he is still hopeful that he will be taken by his cohorts. Really, he's just a puppet. But he's hoping that he has been valuable enough to the dark forces so that they will whisk him safely off the planet. Mm -hmm. so his is a, a double uh, thing. Mm -hmm. What he thinks and hopes can happen mm -hmm. and the safety net that his, he has um, put around him by being so predominant mm -hmm. in, in public. Well, I think what maybe should happen to him is he'd be sent to the planet of Draco, where the reptilians live, and they could use him as a sushi or some sort of hors d'oeuvre or something. You know, it's possible. I, I don't know. But, um, you know, bring some teriyaki sauce, soy sauce. You know, it's, it's secrets in the sauce, you know, and, and everything yeah. like chicken. So, um, but that would be something he could do, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um it's my understanding also that some of the principles, and you know, I know the names of those that that are more popularly known. Um, there are so many uh, dark hats and white hats around the world. I mean, this is a global thing. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. uh, light forces against dark forces. Right. And the, the situation is 
moving along more rapidly than ever mm -hmm. because Earth is orbiting into successively lighter planes of energy. Higher dimensions, that's right. I, yeah. And this is all to our benefit. But because everything is in an, an acceleration mode, um, things are going to be happening. Um, <laughs> okay, Matthew said, more like popcorn than waiting for toast to come up. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> I like that. All right, that's funny. Wow. Yeah, he had a good sense of humor. Uh -huh. All those years ago, and yeah. wit, very quick-witted, and, and he still does. Yeah, yeah, he he yeah. still does. He's very much alive, just in yeah. another dimension. That's and, right. Um, something else that would be very surprising to most people is how many extraterrestrials are living here. Mm -hmm. They, um, the, they, you know, they fit in with the rest of us for the most part, but a few of them are uh, in the entertainment industry. They're the ones <clears throat> that uh, will be on a bare space stage and then suddenly there's an elephant beside them mm. or they, they do other things that they say are illusions but they, and this is not brand new and, and right now David Copperfield is the only name I can think of and he came years and years ago but um, at any rate, it's, according to what Matthew said, it's, they would like people to start thinking, how can that happen? How can that man walk through a wall? Mm -hmm. Or how can that man be closed up in a bubble without oxygen for so long what have you um, it's all in aid of starting ideas in motion questions so they really are trying to help us on so many levels even that one <clears throat> oh the two who had the white tigers and that Ray, Roy, think of these and Roy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I should have remembered those names because I saw them, um, what, 15 years ago or no mm -hmm. longer, longer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, more than 20 years. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, they're astounding mm. what they did. Oh, wow. And I didn't know at that time. Yeah. You know, I never suspected. Yeah. They are, you know, 
They're from advanced worlds. Yeah, amazing. My God, they they can't just be ordinary people. Right, yeah. But my thinking didn't go Mm -hmm. externally far as it should have. Right, right. right. Was Tiny Tim from another planet, by the way? I'm sorry, what? What was Tiny Tim from another planet? Tiny Tim? Never mind. That's a bad joke. Never mind. Um, I thought you said Tiny Tim, but of course... Uh, I went back to the point with the little kid on the crutch. Bahamba, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, is there another tiny Tim? No, there was a tiny Tim. Never mind. But um, okay, good. But um, but this is a time of truth. I was told years ago that things that are true will become evident as being true, and those are their false, wow. false, and fall by the wayside. So it's gonna. I mean, they can. Sure, maybe they've replaced Putin and Pope St. Francis and Biden and God knows who else, Gavin Newsom in California. But um, all this is, I know this is all going to come out because it is a time of truth after all. So, yeah. And as more people start questioning, right, um, things will have to evolve right. in, in parallel. With That's them. right. And, and That's namely, the, the truth, but um, most people really aren't ready for it to yeah. this extent. Like like Jack Nicholson said in one floor with a cuckoo, cuckoo's nest, you can't handle the truth. So anyway, but I think more people are handling the truth, and you watch. This year is a, is a year of truth. There's a lot of truth coming out now, you know, so. Yeah. And, um, yeah. People are Waking up, you know, I sort of get tired of that term, but it really is the most accurate, right? Yeah, right. because somehow it sounds demeaning, even though it wouldn't be meant that way. That the civilization is ignorant and. Mm-hmm. That is by intention. The darkness has kept the civilization in ignorance. Right. Through deception. Right. Through fear. Mm -hmm. Through lies. Totally, totally. And and through um, the global economy that is keeping people's noses to the grindstone just to make enough to support themselves and their families. Right, right. Mm -hmm. And then by making sports such a huge important factor in somebody's life, so that will be their diversion. Mm -hmm. It's not that people aren't intelligent or smart. Right. They have simply been prevented right. from learning the truth. Because the darkness also yeah. has controlled the educational system internationally. Mm-hmm. They are in the business of publishing mm-hmm. all of the textbooks. I mean, Ted, they thought of everything. Yeah, yeah, right, I know. 
I know it. I had a question earlier. This was for um, some guests earlier, but I wanted, I think it's appropriate for our discussion now. Um, Heather sent me a note about, um, in Florida, said, when, when will humanity um, um, experience ETs, w- contact with beings from the stars? That's the first question. And then when will we be recipients of great wealth and abundance on this planet? So. Um, another thing that the darkness has kept ignorant from us is that extraterrestrials have been in contact, uh, well, thousands of years ago, they were here. They used their powers of levitation and materialization, dematerialization, whatever, to build pyramids and monuments and stockheads and other things. And much, much more recently, um, they were here at the time of the Nazis. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, the technology that they brought is what um, enabled a sudden explosion of technology. Um, Missiles, for instance. And um, at the time of Eisenhower, and even before, even before, um, there were ETs came uh, to offer the exchange of their technology for this country not producing nuclear weapons. Yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. And the president said, no deal. Right. Um, All right. ETs were involved in the SARA, specifically St. Germain, Mm. in the economic aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And they, in conjunction with a few people, top people in the government, military intelligence, those are the um, fields of all governments Mm -hmm. in military and intelligence um, that are so critical to what governments, the the bodies of governments do. Okay. Um, they, there were ETs working in conjunction with us. The, the good ETs never have tried to take over. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have worked with us. What do you want your world to be like? Hmm. It's not our world. It's your world. Right. What do you want to see happen? What Hmm. do you want to be a part of? Mm -hmm. Um, The darkies don't work that way. They go glum. 
Mm-hmm. Right, right. And that's why mm-hmm. um, the civil, one generation after another, after another, after another was penned down in deep third density. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kept ignorant. Right. And controlled by fear. Mm-hmm. And and an economy that was so stacked against them. That's what we're breaking out of. Mm-hmm. And um, considering how long the control lasted, the speed with which we are blasting out of that is astounding. Evidently, it's unprecedented in this universe. Mm -hmm. It's what? Sorry? It's unprecedented. Unprecedented. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. 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 Um, um, If anyone in in your audience um, would like to know um, more about Matthew's messages. Uh, may I mention my website so they can read one? Of course, please. Okay. Um, MatthewBooks.com. Two T's in Matthew, plural books. The last message, the January message, um, includes a message from God, and then God wanted a message from uh, Gaia that I received a long, long years ago. He wanted me to find that and copy it in there. And uh, Gaia um, mentioned this has never been happened. This has never happened before in this universe that I'm going home. And God spoke of this year as a game changer. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> I, I am mentioning those or that message. And Matthew also gives some pretty encouraging information. Mm-hmm. But I, I I don't want to seem like a know-it-all. No, you're not coming. You're not at all. I don't get that impression. Don't worry. That's all right. Everything that I have learned has come from sources way, way beyond me in, in evolution, in awareness, in knowledge. And, um, but I, I resonate with it. Um, I, I know intuitively, uh, it is the truth, but still it's, I welcome confirmation, Mm -hmm. um, from my other sources. And not just my other sources. Um, 
the sources of other channels mm -hmm. um that um that, that, okay the sources of other channels that i admire and respect mm -hmm. are saying the same things mm -hmm. that you is mm -hmm. obviously different semantics but mm -hmm. the same basis of encouragement uh -huh. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that means that's so meaningful to me yeah right right well, that's great. Well, it, it's actually an exciting time to be alive. And um, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom and Matthew's wisdom, of course. Yeah, thank you for correcting that. <laughs> of course. Every wisdom I have has come from it. lots of other sources, Ted. <laughs> I, yeah, wonderful, wonderful. And your website again is Matthew's, which is plural, books. No, no, Matthew isn't plural. No. Matthew has two T's. Books is plural. I see. Okay. MatthewBooks.com. That's easy to remember. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. I, I love being with you. You let me talk and talk and talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, no, this has been so much fun, and I want to thank you so much. And I'd love to have you part of my Galactic Wisdom Conference in March, if you like. It'll be March. 12th and 13th and okay all right let me know there okay well let's let's do a pre-record next week um i'll i'll call you or send you an email and we'll figure out a time so perfect anyway and i just want to say and i want to thank you so much for coming on into my audience uh out of this world radio is a non-profit listener supported show and your 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 support is greatly gratefully appreciated you can go to my bbs website or to out of this world um, 1150.com and contribute whatever you like on the PayPal buttons. Um, we have a beautiful new world ahead of us. I think I know Matthew would agree and you would agree. Yeah, and we just have to create it and we're creating it right now. And I'm, I'm so excited and happy for the future. I really am. I'll be back in an hour with Dr. Gary Knoll. He's a famous nutritionist from New York. State. Um, he found a way to extend longevity by up to 30%. And you know, I know you'll enjoy listening to him. Very positive. Wonderful man. So anyway, thank you so much, Susie, again for coming on today. You and Matthew both. It's been wonderful having you here. Thank you for today, Ted. <laughs> thank you, my friend. And you have a beautiful day too. <laughs> okay. Now for now. Bye bye, Susie. Bye bye. Thanks bye -bye. so much. Bye bye everyone for listening today. And I want to thank Don and Doug for their fantastic help. Bye bye everybody. We'll see you in an hour. I'll be back in an hour on the same channel. Bye-bye.